episode 269 of Nerd's Eye View for the 29th of March. Our did, you, last did you have to ask yourself, is that is that a real day? I'm I'm uh, I'm bad with because uh, you know February had numbers. one and that was confusing. Yeah, it is leap year. Well, I mean that's the way it works, right? February has a 29th day and then no other month has them after yeah. that. <clears throat> Yeah, also, they're all just shorter months. For four years, no one has, and every four years they have a 29th year. For yep. Four years. Yep. Also, Switches. Jordan, uh, uh, our listeners are going to hear that you're reporting in from the middle of the Kansas uh, Twister. Well, yeah, I live in a wind chime. Uh huh. Yeah. I live in a wind chime. Yeah. Uh, I like renewable energy and uh, green energy, so I live in a wind chime, and it uh, it powers everything, including this microphone. So, thank you for sticking by it. Uh, I'm Jordan. I'm Andrew. I'm Winch Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome Winchime Kevin. Thank you. Uh, and we're reviewing Batman versus Super. Or what is this? No, no, no. okay. Let, what let is me, this? Let's yeah, begin. explain this to okay, me. Okay, we are reviewing a film that too. has been called uh, the by the people. It's been called Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. We are reclaiming okay. our time, and right. we are saving space by just calling it by its initials, which are BVS colon DOJ, oh. which sounds like Beavis Doge. Okay. All right. Now I get it, because I've so, heard this said, and I didn't understand it. We're going to say Thank Beavis you. Doge, and that man's bat... That, yeah. I'm not even going to say Doge. the whole title anymore. It because means that man be Superman, Dawn of Justice. Okay. Thank you. So, and if, if anyone out there has a problem with that, just stop listening. Yeah, just... It's okay. Because you're going to have a lot of other problems. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get real with y'all. I mean, yeah. I mean, when we get there, you'll you'll know. Mm-hmm. When we get there, you'll. Know. But before that, we're gonna have the top ten, and after the top ten, we'll have our new releases, uh, stuff that came out. This still comes out uh, after the review. We'll have our guess the ending, our little promotions, and then at the very very end, we will have our discussion where we're going to talk about spoilers, we're going to talk about individual scenes, we're going to talk about if stuff made sense or not. We're going to try and break it down for you and uh, see if we can make sense of it. But first, let's do the top 10. Number 10. Nope, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just just 10. You just say you just say count me down. Okay. Count me down. I am number 10. I in the sky. But I might also be number nine. Hello, my name is Doris. Only because number eight. London has fallen. Because I've won number seven. Deadpool. Who lives at number six. Ten, Cloverfield Lane. And my allergies are freaking out because of a number five. Allegiant. Uh, But I'm not dead because of number four. Miracles. From heaven. Which I'm going to need if I'm going to go to number three. My big fat Greek wedding two. Uh, and when you get there, you'll think it's a number two. Zootopia. Which is another name for what happens when you go to number one. Beavis Doge. You know, it brings me joy when we say, when, when either I say or I hear Beavis Doge. Yeah. Because I know we're saving so much time. Mm-hmm. We're saving some and the time spent talking about how much time we saved <coughs> is time well spent. Yeah, efficiency Indeed. is key. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, so it made some money. Yeah, it's making Go figure. a lot of money. Go figure. And it's making me wonder if it's the same type of thing where whenever there's a news van out somewhere or there's an accident or something's happened, 
Everyone likes to show up and watch. It you have to blame the people. Yeah. It's America's fault. I mean, I'm going to take some blame for this because I saw the movie twice. Yeah. So from me alone, they've gotten double yeah. the money. When, when we get to my review, I'll tell you my solution for that. Okay. I have a solution. All right, good. People don't like it, but I have a solution. All right, I'm ready. I, I'm ready. I think I am going to move to North Korea and steal no signs because I'd, full, <laughs> I'd fully disagree with American degeneracy. I will not abide by it. Mm-hmm. I will not enable it. I won't be a part of it. It's a hard stance, but I uh, respect it. The supreme it. leader wouldn't have let this happen, okay? I'll save it for the review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, should we be surprised my big fat Greek wedding, too, is number three? Uh, no, because... It's not a lot of money. Uh, there's not really another comedy except for Hello, My Name is Doris. Is that a comedy? I thought it's it was one of those, like, like, dramedies that's, like, mostly sad but a little happy. What, the, my big fat Greek wedding? No, I mean, Hello, My Name is Doris. Is it supposed to be sad? It's a, well, it's the like marketing she's an older is woman all and funny. She's like a lot of things dating. try to be bittersweet these days. Yeah, exactly. It's it's that. I thought huh. it was that style. Maybe like it wants why. to be an indie, but it's not because it, nothing about it is indie. Back in the Except days, the, it was it was like fun when a comedy like also made you feel something. Yeah, and now it's like a mandatory. Yeah, I mean uh, the one thing that's indie about it is the how much money it's making. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of comedies go unnoticed. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, Deadpool's still hanging in there. I'm proud of that. Thank God. I don't know. Is that even a thank God at this point? There has to be some positive reinforcement. Is that... I don't know. Is there we, hope? <laughs> is there is. Well, no. There is. But, uh, you know, Rage Against the Dying of the Light. I mean, in May we have hope, right? Yes. Let's look forward uh, to May. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, the, there's a X-Men movie coming Maybe. out. There's a Civil War movie coming out. You know, one of those. Is the X-Men the, one, the blue the coats X-Men and the gray coats. Bad, though? It's possible. I don't know. Highly possible. Every single time they I'm, show... I'm going to spill over into likely. <laughs> every single time they show a scene where there's like clear, slow-mo special effects, <laughs> I'm always like, that looks real bad. <laughs> looks real bad. Why are they showing this in the trailer? Well, I wish they hadn't done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially, there's a moment in that trailer, which I think is the corniest moment that will be in that movie mm-hmm. is where he always has four people helping him like the four horsemen of the well, apocalypse maybe they got it from him <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like come on oh my goodness i feel like some of the costume direction they're taking in that movie is um there was a time in comic books mm-hmm. where it, it didn't matter how you looked well yeah. there that is not the case in cinema <laughs> i think they're trying to make it the 80s they're trying to mix like modern aesthetics with with older comic aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. At and the same aw- time, it's awful. And it it looks like it's trying to ape sci-fi spacesuits or the outfits they have in the XCOM games. Yeah. You know, and that that's no, yeah. not in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, big numbers. Yeah. Next week we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. There's no big releases next week, so it'll probably still be number one. Right. 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 Grumble, grumble. Uh, let's move on to the new releases. In my opinion, it's number two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming out new on DVD and Blu-ray this week, uh, we have Concussion. That was that Will Smith movie yeah. where he fought against football. He fought against we, a day of the week. We saw it. That is that is actually true. Jordan, we saw it, right? Yeah. And we reviewed it in an episode, the number of which I'm doing a dramatic reveal for. 260. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so if you want to hear our review of Concussion, go back to episode 260. 
uh, I think it's skippable. Yeah, it's not it's not required viewing. That's I for like sure. Alec Baldwin's performance in it. Oh yeah, I, I mean he's. When was the last time he had a bad performance though? Exactly. I don't think Alec Baldwin's ever disappointed me. No, and it it makes me sad that he actually thinks he's not a good actor. He's I, come out in interviews and said that he's upset that like he is not a good like he is not he doesn't he he thinks that to be a good actor he needs like a single role yeah. that he is known for. He's like Napoleon. He's like Robert E. Lee, like obsessing over a decisive victory. Yeah. When the North is just throwing bodies at him, he's just getting roles that are great over and over yeah. again. Like yeah, it's upsetting to me. Well, I mean, we all know his greatest role uh, as the Shadow. Well, okay. I was going to give him Glengarry Glen Ross. I love that movie. Because they wrote that scene for him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to overlook you. I'm going to assume you guys you know, are assuming that 30 Rock goes without mentioning. Yeah. Which oh. is Jack Donaghy being the greatest role anyone has ever played. Yeah. So good. I like, so to, think, good. I like to think that Jack Donaghy is just playing Alec Baldwin in real life. Probably. Yeah, they are the same person. We'll find out at some point. Yeah. Uh. And also, coming out on DVD and Blu-ray, we have The Hateful Eight. Which we reviewed on 256. Yes. Uh, and we we really liked it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still say it's a thinker. Mm-hmm. I think if you if you watch it and at the end you're going to be a little unsatisfied, and maybe you're supposed to be. Right. Maybe that's the point. It's not comfortable. Yeah. There's a lot going on in that movie. It's did not, you, it's did not you watch da- it? It's not Dancing Horses Kevin? in the end. No? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You liked it? I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not dancing horses at the end. Yeah, exactly. Not to disparage Django, which I also, which I enjoyed. I'll disparage it just a tiny bit. Yeah, that's just fair. Just a small amount. I would disparage it just in a different context. Mm-hmm. There's so much to disparage this this week that I don't have any despair. Yeah, I give it four <laughs> no out of five. No disparage despair. Yeah, I give it four out of five uh, bloody faces. Yeah. Okay. Because of that scene where he cut his hand and just went with it. Yeah. And then wiped his blood all over that actress's face. Give it one face. out of one bloody face in that yeah. respect. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on DVD only, we got nothing. Nothing. I told you. It's a dead format. (laughs) It shouldn't even said it out loud. Uh, (laughs) So new on Blu-ray, I'm going to try something new this week, everyone. Um, Normally, what we do here is that I give a movie title uh, and then make you guys guess what it's about. I'm going to do the opposite this time. I'm going to give you the summary of this film. And then you have to try and guess what the title is. I like the other one a lot better. I'm not, I'm not okay with this. <laughs> this one's actually easy. Um, I don't know about the alternative. Let's and do this, it. this um, I don't even know how to play this game, but I'll start with Kevin. Okay. So uh, this film, uh, hmm, which it, I, I do want to give you some more clues. I will either Scooby-Doo. give you, um, <laughs> let's say I'll give you both the year and the lead, hmm. or the genre (laughs) and i can't i don't know why imdb is not working with me here it's not loading what i want do we both get like the the synopsis of the movie yeah yeah i'm gonna give you the synopsis and then we get a little bit bit more additional clues yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i don't think that'll help you oh or i'll give you okay so either you get the 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 first build name and the year or the second build name (laughs) and the genre oh wow And then also the synopsis, of course. Of course. I'll give you the synopsis now. You can think of what you want in just a moment. Here's the synopsis for this mystery film. Lay it on me. In the small town of Cherry Falls, a psychotic murderer is killing off the virgins of the local high school. Uh, I like it. Hmm. Do you even want additional information? 
Uh, I believe this was the 1990 story, uh, you know, 1990 cult classic, the Kevin Mastron story. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I need more. Okay. Cherry yep. Falls, killing versions of a high school. Uh, I feel, give me, give me the, give me the year. And, okay. And, the year and the lead. The year is 2000. Oh wow. And the lead That's actress wild. is Brittany Murphy. Whoa. Oh. Um. I think I might have seen this. Um, if you don't know, just make up a name. <laughs> That's honestly where you have to go sometimes. Uh, let's see. We're going to call it uh, Cherry Slasher. All right, Jordan. Uh, I will give you now the genre is, of course, horror. The second lead actor is uh, Jay Moore. <laughs> <laughs> and again, in the small town of Cherry Falls, a psychotic murderer is killing off the virgins of the local high school. Uh, the Virgin Diaries. I mean, that is a movie. I know. Not this one, though. Well, see, this one, no one looked it up beforehand. Uh, so this, I, is, this is during that dark time when the best they could do for comic relief was Jay Moore. Uh-huh. I didn't even um, try that hard with this one because it's actually just called Cherry Falls. Of course. Kevin was really close. Nice. Cherry like, Slasher. I was thinking Cherry Falls, and I was like, that would be a stupid name and a bad name. Yeah, I shouldn't guess you're it. just naming after so the town. make up nothing. Yeah. But you were right on track with the the cherry. Yeah, yeah. You don't name a town Cherry Falls in a movie without <laughs> and I have it being about virgins. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Dub. Yeah, Brittany Murphy movies are still coming out. Go figure. Hmm. Go figure. <laughs> From sixteen years ago. Um, all right. So now on to TVD. Uh, we have Archer, the complete season six. Uh, now, Kevin, I like to try and guess whether or not Jordan has seen the show because Jordan watches everything on TV. Mm-hmm. Practically. I'm going to say you have not watched season six, but you have watched some of another season. I know that you had a very bad experience as a child with a Fletcher <laughs> and that you now take a, a, a personal stance against archery mm-hmm. and all things inspired by it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to guess that in, in attempting to broaden your horizons, you've, uh, you, you've seen this, you've seen this season. I've seen every season of Archer. Of course. I love Archer. I didn't think you were caught up, though. Oh, I'm Season all, six was dang. when they started like going back to basics and doing missions again, right? Like yeah. Conway Stern came back. Oh, yeah. That was a really strong season. Because I have not seen this season at all, only I, because it's not on Hulu. I, uh, I, I love Archer. The show was stumbling for a while, I felt. And it I was. season six brought it back to where it needed yeah. to be. Yeah, I liked they Archer found it Vice. Sweet. Vice was interesting, but it was a total... The whole season was homages to other stuff that happened. I feel like it happened. needed that. I, yeah. I mean, it kind of felt think, like a vacation. I don't think anything needs that, though. I mean, it needed that in the sense that what became... What was right before Archer Vice was worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Archer so the, Vice the writers, was having fun with it again. Yeah, the yeah. writers needed a vacation, yeah. and they needed to write about stuff they loved. And it definitely follows my four-season theory. Yeah. It's like, this is extreme, but like we didn't need Stalin after Hitler, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's all bad. All right. I, I love every season of Archer. This summer, not that great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good show. Yep. Uh, all right. So that's uh, what's coming out new on DVD and Blu-ray. Uh, if you have a local video store, go check that out. Uh, <laughs> Might I recommend... Uh, what's the one in Long Beach? It was Broadway Video. Broadway Video. That's the one we walked to. Act 1. Yeah. We walked there. We had ice cream. It was a good day. Yeah. It was near the beach. Uh-huh. If you ever want to watch a movie, or rent a movie, and then go to the beach and not watch it for a while, because it's on a disc... Uh, check out Broadway Video Act 1 nice 
when we come right back, we will be reviewing Beavis Doge. Hello, Benview fans. If you're listening to the show that has the sad, you like the network. So I'm here to say, maybe consider checking out Popsicles, a show where a guy mainly doesn't say anything for a while, and then get people get mad at him because he hasn't seen the same things they've seen. Benson's just being being hard that's, on that's, himself. <laughs> that's what the show seems like to me. All right, well, you can listen to Popsicles. <laughs> Scott, Derek, and me, Brendan, Creasy, and Benson. He's a big part of the show. Don't let him undersell it. <laughs> You can listen to it on the Benview Network website, benviewnetwork.com, or go to popsiclespodcast.com, or wherever you find podcasts. If you like Radio Brendo Man, or the late but great Picture Start, or Benson's Boombox, this show's got all three of those on. Listen to me get browbeaten by, by these two <laughs> for 90 minutes every every few months. Imaging is showing me two dozen hostiles on the third floor. Why don't I drop you off on the second? Even you got too old to die young, not for lack of trying. He has the power to wipe out the entire human race. If we believe there's even a 1% chance that he is our enemy, we have to take it as an absolute certainty. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. God versus man. Day versus night. You're psychotic. That is a three-syllable word for any thought too big for little minds. I've known a few women like you. I don't think you've ever known a woman like me. can be innocent. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Beef Stage. Uh, directed by Zack Snyder, written by too many people. Like David Goyer. <laughs> Hack Snyder. <laughs> by, we got writing credits on Chris Terrio. And David S. Goyer. Mm-hmm. Batman was created by Bob Crane and Bill Finger. Huh? Did you know that? And did you know Superman was created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster? I, w- I would never have fingered old Bob. I did because that. I saw it on the screen. I know. The but they, the they, of course, have to put that in their uh-huh. writing credits of the thing. Uh, I don't know why I've never looked at Chris Terrio before. Who's in this film? Henry Cavill. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. 
Cal Gadot. That's it. Mark Zuckerberg. Those are all the people. Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, Alfred. Thanks. Diane Lane. For some reason, Lawrence Fishburne. Jeremy Irons. Holly Hunter, for some reason. Scoop McNary, I guess. Did someone say Amy Adams already? Who's the guy who plays Zod? I can't remember his name right now. He's a good actor. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Fantastic. He didn't actually come back for this movie. Uh, uh, No. Oh, he gets credited, though. IMDb credits him. Well, because they used his likeness. There's probably also 30 minutes of deleted Zod something. Yeah. Because there's 30 minutes of deleted stuff. I saw a six to ten second scene that was deleted. That would make so much more sense on one key thing I think we'll talk about in discussion. Wait, it was a real scene or was it a... Real scene. It was fully done. Like, all the CG was done. Where did you see this? Online. Oh, okay. Comicbook.com. I like to think there was a lot of good content for this that was removed. Yeah, me too. It looks like one credited person, Alan D. Perwin... Is is literally a crashed helicopter on top of a, on top of a car. Oh, that's what um, his. That's what his picture is. I love IMDb. On IMDb. Yeah. Did you read about the photographer in, in the desert in the beginning? Yeah, I did. Oh yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. Nope. That's probably for a discussion. Yeah, discussion. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this film. Oh, you guys are. Is meant to. Hurt. Yes. <laughs> I believe the goal of this film was to jumpstart the DC universe. Yeah. Uh, and to perhaps bridge Superman into the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, it feels, and I've said this before, uh, that DC felt they had to catch up on, what, the 10, ten years that Marvel's yeah. had to create a universe and is trying to do it in, like, two films. They just did it in the most, like, greasy, shystery way they possibly could. Right. Because you think about the way Marvel Universe evolved, you know, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Iron Man is beloved by fans, mm-hmm. so there's a there's a reliable base right there. But the general public doesn't know much, mm-hmm. or care much about Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Kind of an unknown. So they get a good actor and make a hell of a good movie. Yes. And that creates a fan base for... And then, you know, they start with Thor. Mm-hmm. Maybe even less known by, by the general public. Also loved by fans. Mm-hmm. And the audience is like, whoa, and Nick Fury, maybe something's happening. And, then, and but, no, yeah. before you go on, that's a super smart decision because yeah. you have Iron Man that is totally based in reality. Mm-hmm. All of his powers come from technology. And then you go to the other side of the coin, which is a hero based in magic yeah. or, or a type of technology that's so advanced it looks like magic. So, so they, they, they do both sides of the coin yeah. right at the get-go. And Iron Man is, is a relatable film, mm-hmm. and Thor less so, but, you know, he has his human bonds, mm-hmm. and then you quickly bridge them in the same in the same setting. Yeah. It's very well done. And then they get to Captain America, who's very well known to the public, if mm-hmm. you know, even though they're not studied on him. Right. Fans love him, and it becomes obvious that they're building up to a thing between them all. Mm-hmm. And it's it all takes years, and it's all very anticipated. Mm-hmm. And then here, they make one, they, they make one abortion of a film. Uh, every, every everyone's unhappy, uh-huh. and then they said, "Okay, what if uh, we make another one? But instead of making it for the sake of making a film, we make it for the sake of making many films." And then they'll like that because they liked it when the other guys, yeah. And and the weird thing was is when they originally announced it, it seemed like just a Batman v Superman film, and then yeah. they changed the title. D- Dawn of Justice was added. Way later. Way later. Yeah. And, and it, then it became very apparent to everyone that, oh, this is this is bad. Yeah. This is gonna be real <laughs> they're, bad. They're they're changing on the fly. They're 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 just mutating it away from what it originally was. Mm. And everyone got a bad taste in their mouth. I mean, maybe not the general public, 
But the people who care about this stuff, definitely this raised lots of red flags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just keep, sometimes I start thinking about that film and I just go somewhere else. My brain just leaves me and I'm just silent and I can do nothing. Mm-hmm. I can do nothing. Years from now, you're going to forget that you saw this movie and a psychiatrist is going to help you unearth the memory. And you no, no, I never saw them. No. Yeah. The brain, yeah. your brain's protecting you by making you It forget. really is. You are definitely repressing uh, this. <laughs> Yeah, this movie is not good. So what'd you like about it? Okay, so what did I like about it? I actually kind of liked... Okay, the the character of Batman is complicated for me in this film. Yes. Because I actually did like uh, Ben Affleck's portrayal as Bruce Wayne. Me too. I loved that. I loved his dialogue with Alfred. Yeah. I I liked Alfred. I liked all that that was going on there. What I didn't like was, and I don't think this is a spoiler at this point, this Batman kills nonchalantly just really and with no no real heaviness that I can tell it's not a big deal to him that he's killing a lot of people yeah and, and, it's, he, and he uses guns and explosions and they're and just explosions. guns they're not like bat guns at, at a pivotal like, at one of the one of the scenes he holds a sniper rifle he doesn't use it to shoot anybody yeah but he's using a real gun yeah. and and based on his backstory that's supposed to be something that just feels wrong to him yeah or it's supposed to uh-huh. and can we talk for a second about a, a, like not only did they do that but uh-huh. they did it in like a stupid way where it had like a, a, a normal looking barrel and then it fired like a tracking device which was that was really like an weird. inch and a half wide yeah it could yeah. not have come out of that barrel that's just one of the many problems that's like that's bad yeah. prop work it was also just like the largest most visible tracking device on the side of a yeah very plain that was truck. making noise and yeah. flashing and uh-huh. now he fires this tracking device we're getting a little off subject here but this is not this is maybe the worst scene in the movie. Okay. I, liked I all disagree, the, but okay. I, I liked all the pretty lights and explosions. This is maybe um, the worst scene in the movie for but, a couple But of as far as the way a character should act, horrible. The way every character should act. Yeah. Every character in, the, in that chase scene doesn't make any sense. Now, right. Every, everything about that chase scene makes no sense. Every, every facet of that chase scene... Not only, not only does it make sense, it's offensively incomprehensible, the way mm. it went down. Mm-hmm. It, thematically, it's wrong, uh-huh. because there is this very long chase scene. Are we mm-hmm. doing spoilers now or what? Nope. No, not okay. yet. I'll, I'll get into it later. <laughs> okay. I have a lot to say about this scene. Well, it just doesn't make sense. If you're going to fire a tracking dart, why would you then move on it? Isn't the whole point of having the tracking dart so that way you can find it later? And especially move on it in such a way where you're visible. Yeah. Like, I'd get it if he was following from a distance. Like, he's supposed to be... shadows. I understand like that he's... a thing that bats do. In this universe, he's kind of... Uh, dumb? Well, not even dumb, he's but he's... He's angry. Mad. Yes, he's angry and he's... He's, he's, being, a, he's being a kind of He's a becoming darker and darker and darker, but the whole point of Batman is he he doesn't go right out and do stuff. They, based on his training, he's supposed to use subterfuge yeah. and be smart. Well, and that's why I really liked when he does all his Bruce Wayne stuff because, as Bruce Wayne, he can sneak around. Yeah, he can yeah, do. But as Bruce cr- Wayne, he like walks through the kitchen and like the, the everyone looks at him. Like the I'm main, like, he's like, not like oh, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm I'm snooping. Yeah, and it's like the mainframe is like next to the kitchen. It's like yeah, that was and the mainframe it's had down no one flight protection, of stairs. Yeah. no it's security. Da- it's down the stairs from from the main hall it's the right you walk for 15 seconds and you're there and there's another weird thing about that on just a pure architect level you would never have a dining area on a separate level from where they're making the food oh that's true because 
it's, it's hard to it's, get a cake up there. They show dudes carrying giant cakes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Even even an elevator doesn't really fix that problem. Your your flow of food to the area where it's being consumed is wrong. Again, in like continuity, this is bad because Bruce Wayne is bumbling around like a moron. Uh-huh. And in, would in terms smarter. of realisticness, like we can get down to the architecture not making sense. Yeah. And then, in, in you know, in terms of like continuity, it's like Lex Luthor has no kind of protection on anything anywhere. Yeah. If not one, but two people get in there and mess with it. Yeah. I mean, there is one reason why that makes all sense, all kinds of sense, but we, uh, we're we going to have to wait for the discussion yeah. for me to bring that up. And that thing I think you're talking about is never hinted at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually read online. I read online, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I read online that uh, someone thought that that speech, that weird speech that Lex gives that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. was funny. It was supposed to be funny. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was supposed to be comedic. Oh, you were supposed to laugh. Yeah, like at it, not or with it, you not at it. You were supposed to be like, what, like, oh, what a humorous character that. Uh, look, he's having trouble, he's but he's kooky. a bad guy. He's uh, uh, what an interesting, quirky character. Because he just says like three random sentences and then uh, claps and says, "We're I'm done by." No, in the very beginning, he says something funny where it's blah blah blah, uh, free drinks. End of speech, yeah. which is kind of funny. Like that was funny, but no, then no it one keeps going. But then no, it keeps let, going. No, let's be honest, that wasn't funny. Let's not give this but that any was, credit. That was an cool. attempt at actual humor, though. Yeah, the rest it was, of it, but it I recognize that as a joke. Like well, you recognize it as a joke, but the only it's thing a bad that was joke. actually a joke was a bad joke that wasn't. I funny. also, I, yeah. like in a weird meta way, I would have found it more funny because it, that was being said while we were hearing actually important dialogue, mm-hmm. and I always kind of find it interesting what. Like the there's a certain name for it that actors use where yeah. it's dialogue that they say but doesn't have to be heard. Yeah. So it's like it should still be compelling, especially with how easily they made it heard. Yeah. It's like they were like let let's have him say some stuff that doesn't matter so people don't have to listen to it. Yeah. But like let's let's make it really funny too so that people will want to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. But then they didn't do anything right at any point during the production of the film or during its release. <laughs> I would really like to believe that at one point this could have been good. It could have been. Yeah. It wasn't doomed from the start. Am I crazy? No, I feel I feel like whenever Alfred and and Batman or Bruce Wayne were hanging out, it was almost like a different movie. Yeah, the tone was different. Yeah. the The acting was different. The the it felt somber. Like it was this totally different feeling section of the movie, and that's something I'd be interested in watching. That feels like it has legs or that it's going somewhere. Not by Zack Snyder. Not by not Zack by Snyder. Exactly. And. Even even with a different director, like right. I'll let you finish, but I gotta say, like their relationship was great, mm-hmm. but it would have got tired. Yes, for, if if happened for more than fifteen minutes, exactly. It happened in the film. And the, mm-hmm. the fact that, was that one dimension between the them. fact that w- it was brief and that there were all these, I mean, some of the camera swings and sitting on stuff too long was just ridiculous. But I loved that there was this backstory. Like we understood that this Batman has been through stuff. But do we? I I well, think so. yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say yes because. He says stuff like, how long uh, or good guys become bad or how long do they stay good? Like, mm-hmm. he makes all these comments of, like, he hints at the Red Hood. He hints at Joker. He hints at losing all of these friends that he's been on this crusade with, and yeah. he's the last one left. Uh. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. you, you and I talked about this a little bit since the movie came out uh. about how you feel very, like, there's no explanation of why of why Batman is doing the things he's doing, mm. why he's like hurting people and branding them. And I feel that they, they explain all of this in the movie. All of it is explainable. There's a backstory for everything he does, why he feels these ways. It's just that it's garbage and terribly written. 
Yeah. It was done. It was just done poorly. Right. Yeah. Like, but it was done in the sense that Batman was one of the few roles that was kind of played kind of well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also one of the roles that was explained kind of well. Yeah. But I mean, kind of well relative to how bad everything else was. It was. Right. It was awful it's, and terrible. It's it's good by comparison yeah. because everything else is poor. It was awful and terrible, but everything else was awful and terrible and horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It just I don't know. It's like part of me really wants to go go hard on believing that making it that he was Batman for 15 to 20 years before this movie started was the wrong, absolutely wrong choice. Like it yeah. was just the worst. Alfred, Alfred says 20 years. Yeah. You've been doing this I th- for I 20 years. I think Batman says 20 years. We've been criminals 20 years, something like that. I just, it might've been Alfred though. Well, he says we've been criminals a long time. And then later says, Alfred says you've been doing this for 20 oh, years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I feel like that was so wrong because there's so many other parts of the movie where it feels like Batman's new. Mm-hmm. The the police guy who like when they there, he it says goes on I've raid, never seen him I've before. Never seen him before. But he does look he does look young though. That does look like a rookie cop. And he says something like I didn't even think he existed or something. <laughs> uh, he doesn't say that. Okay, I uh, whatever he's the way that he said it though made me think like he was like I thought I'd never see him. Mm-hmm. Like that was the way he said yeah, it. Yeah, but the other cops like don't shoot at the good guys. And he yeah. like implied that like Batman is kind of understood to be a good guy. Yeah, in this like universe, the cops, the cops are helping him. Cops are one hundred percent. Bruce complains about it. And also like the newspaper calls him the Bat. So he's never actually called Batman. Mm-hmm. Is this like continuing the dumb bit of like, except now they're the calling... The Bat versus the alien. Well, yeah. Now they are calling Superman Superman, but in the first one they just called him Man... Did they even call him Man of Steel? No. Like, what? None of that? Okay. Yeah. Jesus, I, man. I'm going, I'm going yeah, too you're, far. Yeah, you're going, you're going back. way too back. back. You're just running hot right, right now. Yeah. It's, it's understandable. Uh, it's, You've been through a I lot. Know. I don't know, man. Like, what? what were we... What was to gain from this film? What was supposed to happen? I maintain- Hopefully, good things come from it. I mean, unfortunately, isn't I, Zack Snyder directing the other movies too? I have no this. hope. Zero good things. I have zero hope for the for yeah. the future of DC films, except for let's talk about Wonder Woman. I thought she was great. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed Wonder Woman. Yeah, Gal Gadot's uh, performance. Diana was, Prince. She was, was very reserved. She was, was like the most complained about casting cast, casting, and I, yeah. I thought when Gal Gadot was cast, I was like. I don't think there's anything to complain about from the way she looks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I want to see how she plays the role, and I thought right. she, you know, she took the garbage she was handed and she did a good job. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So did. it gives me hope that her film is not going to be directed by Zack Snyder. I don't remember who's I directing. Hope none it, of them are. Justice League will be. Ugh. I had forgotten that James James Wan or however you say his name is going to be doing Aquaman. Okay, and he's a horror director. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. That might be. That's that's the only way they're going to make gonna that interesting. Spooky. If right. they make like the sea look strange and terrifying, yeah, that, that could be right a way to salvage something. But yeah, this film, um, as we said before, it sets up these other characters. Wonder Woman is the one that makes the most sense to be set up. She's actually a role in the film that has weight and does things. Well, technically, so is at least one of the others in a in a dumb way. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk about discussion. Yeah. I don't even know. Well, you're, oh yeah, yeah. sure. Yep. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. yeah you. Yeah, you mean see, Superman? You're Jesus blocking. Christ. You're blocking it. Because uh, yeah. Beginning. In the discussion, I'm just going to open with that, and I'm just going to we're going to talk only about I, that part. I want to open with a question. We're going to talk. So about before that for you go into that, the I question? have I have a huge question. The question that after seeing the movie twice, Sorry. I'm still confused about. Oh okay. I'm confused about why you saw the movie. Twice. Oh, in, in the discussion. Yeah. You told me okay. why, and I still don't know why. <laughs> for science. No one has to give this much to science. Did you also? I was that person. Did you have to do it Ludovico style, where your eyes were held open? <laughs> uh, okay. Practically. Oh, I was telling Benson about this. Uh-huh. I had a woman to my left who brought a blanket yeah. because uh, we were in a reclining seat theater, 
and uh, then at one point she gets on her phone but does it underneath the blanket uh-huh. so her whole blanket becomes Lights this up. blue illumination <laughs> and I was like I was like that's really bright and she goes oh sorry and then the dude to my right turns the f- brightness on his phone all the way down and then holds it like this and is checking his text messages. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And then the guy in front of him oh, no. on the road down is just on his phone the whole time during previews and then opens it several times during the thing. And you know what? Aside from the woman who had her whole blanket illuminated, because that was just funny, uh-huh. I didn't say anything to anybody else. Because I was like, took out a lamp and started I was reading. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? Okay. That's fine. You guys can read. The you movie is insanely long. Really long. And it doesn't help that there's so many scenes in slow-mo. Yeah. I think Bruce Wayne walks no. through a, a, a cornfield in slow-mo like three times. I mean, uh, let's not get super spoilery about it, but there are a lot of dream sequences. There are a lot of like... And I'm going to say none of them wait, are useful. Is this real? Is I'm going to say none of them are the, good. The dream sequences were an excuse to, to, to take the fast track into Snydertown. Yeah. Or, oh, or yeah, to, there or, you go. Or I to hint, like, I hint at future stuff or to like... Because the, first, the movie starts off with a scene from uh, Bruce Wayne's perspective in one of his dreams. It's kind of like a dream memory. Yeah. Dream memory. Dream memory. And the, the, the scene is so bad... But the film was also so bad that yeah. I had to argue with Andrew about whether or not it was a dream. He yeah. said it was a dream, and he said, no, it, the movie was just that bad. It, happened. It, it looks like a normal scene until the very, very end of that dream. Which, And then he comments, and then Bruce Wayne's voice comes on and goes, in the dream. And you're like, oh, this is a dream. Oh. Yeah, I, just, I think I had already died at that point. Yeah, also, Rip Benson, right? Rest in Rip, peace, yeah. Benson. He was yeah. going to be here with Benson us today, but with oh, the movie defeated up. him. I, I was talking to him and a uh, friend of the show, Chris, and... He just didn't have it in him. We found we found Benson in his closet this morning, dressed in a Batman outfit, <laughs> clutching a uh, Superman plushie. Benson, nineteen ninety one to twenty sixteen, ripped in peace. Yep, right next to Martha Wayne. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> no. Why? Wait, did you just say that name? Did you? Did I just say that name? Why did I say that name? <laughs> Guys, this movie's bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Guys, there's. Have you seen? I mean, yes. There's a large defense you, force on the internet. Yeah, coming to task for this movie, saying it's not that bad, guys. It's actually pretty good. It's way better than those stupid Marvel movies. And you're just like, what? I just if I'm like following these people or, or like I just un, I unfollow them. There's yeah. there is no one defending this movie who's no, arguing for position of that faith. That is a great Facebook trips uh, trick. Someone did it for Trump saying, "Isn't Trump great, guys?" And every single person who liked that, they just unfriended them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a good way to do it for Batman v Superman. Comment how great the movie is and see who likes it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've had a conversation with a defender, and I pointed out every single flaw. Every not even just like not even characters, just plot. Yeah, just plot like problems. Things that don't add up, things that don't make any that sense. That is that and is one said, of the reasons. He said, "Yeah, but I still like it." And I guess there's no reasoning. I don't. Right. I don't want to come across as cruel, or or like, or seem like I'm like I'm full of myself. But this movie was structured for people. Half of its half of the people who were paying to see the movie they assumed would hate it. That's mm-hmm. us. The other half they assumed would not think. At and all, it was, at and it was just point. fan service because the hell the to way, those people. The way the movie was structured was, here's a scene, and now here's a scene, and now here's a scene. And if you took like the scenes, like, you, you take the first five scenes, the last five scenes, and the rest are in the middle, you, 
throw them in a fucking pile and, and put them back in whatever order work. you want and you showed it again, people would be like, yeah, that was the exact same thing I saw the first time. It doesn't matter what order they're in. It's just a collection of scenes and things happening and yeah. all the scenes are just like, that was a cool thing or that was a sad thing. Oh, he's going through a hard that, thing. Or just dumb excuses for yeah. fights. That is one of the reasons why I saw it again. I mean, I say for science, but there was several things where I was like, did he say that or how did that happen or just stuff I researched online afterwards to try and find answers to things and I couldn't find Mm -hmm. those answers so I wanted to see the movie again and even on a second viewing there's still questions I have. There's just not like a narrative to this this movie. I almost said film but this is a movie. There's not a narrative to this movie. It's just a collection of scenes. A collection yeah. of scenes that happen, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be impressed by some of them. Well, the, the crazy yeah. thing and is they that take people, two and a half hours to be done with. People who argue that there is some kind of a narrative say that, like, there are scenes that hint at future events, and that's that's cheating. Yeah. Like, let's just say like that's not that's not how a movie is supposed to work. That's not telling you a story. You can't just you can't just tell half the story now and sprinkle in like, oh, here's a scene that'll make sense three movies three years down yeah, the see, line. I, I mean, let's look at. I mean, I know we're talking about this movie even though we don't want to, but let's look at pretty much any of the Marvel movies. Mm. Each one of those stands completely on its own. Yeah. And then if it hints at something in the future, it does it in the post credit scene. Or it does it in a way where if you don't know what they're hinting at, yeah. you're fine. It does yeah. it in a way where if you cut those scenes out of the movie completely, you'd lose nothing. Yeah, or if you forgot that right. they existed, you wouldn't yeah. be like, the wait, m- I forgot an important part. The well, movies stand on their own. Whereas yeah. these movies, and let's be honest, given the production rate of these... So by the time we get to by the time we get to you know Justice League movie, twelve years will have passed. Probably. Uh, these mo- and so we're supposed to wait that long for anything to be like resolved, and it's like uh, no closure here, but That's maybe later. Like it's yeah. unacceptable, and yeah. I'm I'm, uh, I'm just hurt. Yeah, it hurts a little. Yeah, it's upsetting. Or it, I mean, even in the Marvel ones, if there's a character that is going to become important in the future, they just have it there. It's a character. You get to know them a little bit. And they bit. don't focus on and it. And it's not like, look at this. Ah! Like the film doesn't literally <laughs> stop a, and play a video for you. Not, yeah. here's, here's, a file for the char- here's a file for that character with a logo I designed. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's talk about acting. We already said that we thought Ben Affleck <laughs> did well. Gal Gadot did well. I really don't. I, feel, I don't like Superman in this. I don't like Lex in this. It feels it's, so bad not, for Amy it's, Adams. It's as not. Well. It's not Superman's fault because they have him do so many things that are contradictory right. to a extent where it's baffling. That yeah, to the character itself. Like, like, I don't just think. Doesn't make sense. I don't think Henry Cavill knows who he who he is anymore. Yeah. Like after having can to we go save him. No, we can try, but I don't think it's going to work. Kevin, um, you need to watch Man from Uncle because. Yeah. Well, that's a great Henry movie. Cavill is in I that, and he's fantastic. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And if we can save him, maybe we can get another man from Uncle. <laughs> Probably, I mean, he's going to yeah. be rich. I don't care about Henry Cavill. As far as a, he's he's a, he's a collaborator, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he, he, he helped. helped two already. So now yeah. he's uh... when the day of Snyder comes, like Henry Cavill's <laughs> on the list. Is all I'm saying. The Snyder purge. Yeah, yeah there's really some. Uh, but yeah, I feel bad for Amy Adams because she's just handed she's, garbage and she doesn't care like and in in this in, is money. in the dramas or comedies that I've seen her in she's been good yeah she's but, great in in American Hustle yeah and I've not seen her in a good action movie i don't think she should be in action movies well at least they gave her character more to do but i also didn't care like yeah. it just didn't work for me cool you're meeting a senator well, like, cool, you're in the actually the there night. at the fight scene, and you're not like in danger. And he, but the, some of the things they had her do were again baffling. It's, yeah. is the a word I've used a hundred times since I've seen this film, and every time it's more appropriate. The decisions that every character makes include like if they gave her more decisions to make, and every decision she made was bad. Yeah, like yeah. every everything that happened. Almost no one made a smart decision in this movie. Yeah. Nobody. 
the geniuses made nothing but bad choices. It's true. Yeah. I mean, Batman's supposed to be the best detective in the world. Superman is supposed to be the smartest, the best of us. Well, he can hear and see everything. Yeah. This, and yet he never and hears Lex, or sees what he needs. Lex Luthor is supposed to be a diabolical genius. Like, I just... Everyone makes bad decisions in this mm-hmm. film. Like, I don't get it. No one lives up to the character they're supposed to be portraying. Okay. Getting a little dour here. <laughs> we got to bring it up. We asked Andrew. Jordan, what was something you liked about the movie? <sighs> um, It'll segue into more things we don't like. So, <laughs> so you know, don't worry about That's that. That's generally how that works. I kind of liked the Batman mobile and the Batwing, but you hardly saw those. Yeah. They each had a scene. Yeah. And and oh, it was yeah. always in the dark, so you never got a re- really good look at anything. Well, he is the knight. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cute when, when Alfred goes, all right, initiate drone mode, and lowers his arms and pulls out joysticks. Yeah. Like he's, he's like going to play a, a flight f- swim. Yeah, he's going to play a flight swim and yeah. put on his, his AR tracker on his forehead or mm. some shit. We recently <laughs> purchased an Oculus Rift. <laughs> yeah, how amazing would that have been if he put on well, a Well, there was Rift. already enough product placement in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Low, low price of 699 Gotham dollars. <laughs> yeah. Let me go to my local Wells Fargo branch to withdraw that. Oh, the Batman uh, the Batman fight scene in the warehouse. I won't say what he's doing there because of uh, that it's, that's spoilery. Oh, yeah. That but was the trailer that made me finally go, maybe there's something in this movie. Because he's just brutal in that scene. Yeah. And yeah, the fighting in that scene is is all right. It's and a little it, dark. But but watching that like, made me go dark. made me go, "Oh, someone's play the Arkham Knight games." Yeah. Because he uses his gadgets in the fight, and which he, is just awesome. He uses his uh, his surprise jump through the wall attack, uh-huh. which I loved that. Yeah. Plus every other fight in the movie was like horribly choreographed and really yeah. slow and enemies waiting until right. the, the hero looked at them so they to could do die. something. And then and then these guys are just kind of coming at him and he was taking on a lot of them I at the same time. It. It like, was, that was that was that was kind of well done. Yes. Agreed. Now, uh, I found something. So <laughs> now for why this is bad. Uh, I, I, after seeing Man of Steel, I thought that uh, I, I had been abused. And, but I, I also felt that some of the action scenes were pretty entertaining. Oh, yeah. Some of them had interesting. Like there was one scene where like Superman was fighting the hot Kryptonian and they were just. Who could teleport. Yeah. They were just getting shot a lot. Yeah, she was so fast she could teleport. That still bothers and me. To this yeah. They were just getting shot a lot, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I mean, it's like bullet rain. Mm-hmm. And there's no tension whatsoever. None. But it's kind of a cool visual effect. Right. I enjoyed watching it for a few minutes. Yeah. And throughout the film were fight scenes that, while boring and meaningless, uh, were kind of nice, kind of neat to look at. Yes. And then uh, this movie had like a cool fight scene at the end. Mm-hmm. A, a cup. There was like a good maybe 15 minutes of action that were kind of like, oh, uh, you know, I, I don't care what happens, but I want to see how it happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was it. And it was a two and a half hour movie with less of one of the only redeeming factors of the previous one. Right, right. So, yeah. why? Uh, I agree. I, I came here saying uh, this movie's going to be bad. Maybe there will be some cool action. I mean, I, f- I, I, feel know, like, yeah. I feel like the one you're hinting at is we've all seen, I mean, they do what they do in every freaking movie where they show the main bad guy, which is Doomsday. Uh-huh. Shouldn't have done that. Uh-huh. That would have been cool to see that as a surprise. I guess. Um, people guessed at it 
but from seeing the dead Zod body. Yeah, so. and I feel like you're talking about that scene when you're talking about a cool action scene. Uh, or do you yeah, mean I do you mean Batman th- versus Superman, the titular fight scene? Yeah, that was incredibly disappointing. Yes, I agree um, completely. The, I thought that was a dumb scene. I thought the cool action yeah. scene. Th- there was two of them. <laughs> when when Batman was in the warehouse, mm-hmm. it was pretty satisfying. Right, and for about thirty seconds. When when Superman and and Wonder is this a spoiler yet? No, because in the trailer you see okay. the one woman. Yeah. So when Superman and Wonder Woman and not Batman who's doing nothing, uh-huh. but when they're both when they're both fighting um, <laughs> when they're both fighting Doomsday yeah. and it, like it's just got kind of a wide angle and uh-huh. you see, it's really fast paced oh, for about yeah. thirty seconds. I thought that was well done. And I loved her portrayal. Like, a, like yeah. she she is a warrior one hundred percent. You see her getting yeah. thrown around and knocked into things, and she's got a smile fine, on yeah. her face. Like and she's really, loving it. Yeah, it also looked like they were using their abilities. Yeah. Uh, it didn't look. It looked like if these characters are real, mm-hmm. this might be what it looked like for a little while if they, if they fought. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was happening because like a scene needed to happen this way. But no, mm-hmm. they're just kind of beating the hell this out of each other. Them doing for a them. While. Yeah. Yeah. I was. So that. I mean, there could have been more. Like this is mindless and everything, but there could have been just more of that, and it would have been better. Instead of like the, they wanted to like blink morality at me for two hours before I got some goddamn sweet release. Yeah, there's some weird preaching in this movie. Like, most of it. And all of it is morality, and hypocritical. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I was gonna say, you're you're saying that it's preaching and whatever, but, yeah, it's hypocritical. Like, that's what bothers me, that none of it actually meant anything. Nothing. Because I would have been fine with, like, if, if Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne sat down and had a nice little chat for, like, literally 30 minutes, I would have been a okay. Yeah. Because... Then we wouldn't have to worry. Like if it if it meant anything, yeah. but it didn't. It doesn't mean anything. Because empty right. action can be entertaining. Meaningful yeah. action is better. Empty yeah. action can be okay. Meaningful preaching can be okay. But empty preaching is the most offensive thing you can put in your film. Yeah. Yeah. Next think, to you know, next to like extremely racist stuff, empty preaching is like the most offensive thing. I think we should wrap up our general review and get to discussion. Okay. I sense that we need it. Yeah, I uh, think it's time. In general, I would say don't even bother. Here's here's my pronunciation on this film. Uh, and on my life and on everything. This is just, this is this is just me. Okay. Everything you want to know about Beavis Dodge, we're afraid to ask. Uh, as far as DC films are concerned, I will not go to a theater to watch another one except for One Woman. I agree. Uh, if Jordan, here's what I'll say to you: if you, if we really, if if you really want to review Suicide Squad the weekend it comes out, I will not be here. I'm sorry. Whoa. I'll give that. I mean, if that's what you want to do, find find somebody. I'm sorry. Wow, I I I know, but I can't do this to myself, and I can't Anymore. continue to contribute. I mean, it is going to this be that bad. Monstrosity. What if, what, what if they do a, a Batflack? Uh, they will, movie. and I won't go. I can't contribute really? you to this. Not going to let them take Batman from him. Oh, they already true. try. They're trying, and I'm just will say enough because it's it's too much for me to go see it and to complain and just be like, oh, I'm part of the problem though. Yeah, they got my money. They only had to make solo Batman good in this for about like twenty minutes. Yeah, they can't do it for a whole film. Right. Yeah. It's, right. So I and Wonder Woman's the only one that I think could come out of this in a good way. Yeah. And in fact, if I go see Wonder Woman and it's so good that I I turn around, that's fine. Yeah. But that's I will reserve myself until and, then and because I cannot continue to do this. The biggest to risk myself. you're gonna take. Yeah. That's also gonna be set in the earliest earlier twentieth century. Beautiful. Yeah. That's their it's, Captain. She's, it's, that's, she's their Captain, Captain America. America. That's yeah. Awesome. That's, yeah, I'm excited be for that. Great if they do it, great. It's got, it's got my boy Chris Pine in it. Yeah, it was a cool. It was a cool take to have to have Wonder Woman be like ageless. Yeah, that was nice. Um, 
but yeah, and and also Suicide Squad has the Jared Leto Joker, which I am on record of hating. I'm, yeah, I'm one uh, of those pre haters, which everyone's like, oh, everyone I mean, hated Heath Ledger, not me. I love I love Jared Leto, but so. that does leave a really bad taste in my mouth. I don't love Jared Leto, so yeah, most people don't. That's the problem. He had a couple things he did okay, and a, mm-hmm. and a couple things he did bad, and that's Jared Leto. Right. Yeah, he has an undeserved Oscar win, so that's Jared Leto. Him and and uh, that other guy that I don't Jennifer like. Lawrence. No, she's all right. Well. I don't know. For Oscar for Silver Linings Playbook? Yeah, that was painful. I have words with you. That was painful. No, that was painful. No, what's that guy? Who's that British guy that I hate right now? You know. Oh. Uh, Mr. Theory of David Everything. Cameron? No, what's his name? Stephen Hawking. He's going to be... Yeah, he's going to be... Stephen Hawking. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Fant- fantastic Beasts and yeah, Mr. where you can find them. Mr. Not Harry Potter. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's just me. I can't continue in good conscience to give money to this enterprise to this empire and and claim to act like you know i'm doing any good it, it, will, it will literally be i will literally be contributing to an evilness that i want to quell yeah yeah i already and had to reconcile with myself that i paid money to see this that's the i mean and even i mean jordan and I, we have movie pass so yeah. it's not even like we're directly giving money <laughs> yeah but it's just in the in the vapor it's out there yeah. and i don't I don't want to do that anymore. Part of you is enabling this if you go. I'm I mean, enabling it and I'm hurting myself. And, and it, I'm just, I don't need that. And and as a capitalist society here in America, we are, our biggest voice that we have is where we choose to spend our money. And if you're taking a stance on this, just, that's a noble thing to do. And then also, I think there's also, I mean, if I go and I see it and I just, and I talk about it with people, then I'm contributing to the discussion and I'm right. raising awareness of it. And I know. Raising I just, discourse about something you don't away. care about. I want it to stop. Yeah, I want to feel good again. Yep. Can I watch Civil War tomorrow? <laughs> Please? That might make me feel good again. Right. Can I just Marvel watch was like, hey, movie? guys, we hear your pain. It's been ready for like a month. We were just waiting. You know yeah. what? Here. Here like whenever I walk out of a bad movie, I, I feel the urge to create. I feel the urge to to go see something that's good and worthy. Mm-hmm. And I walked you out of this. fill the world with good media. Yeah. And I walked out of this film and I just started thinking about Hail Caesar and how good Hail Caesar was. It was so good. And nobody watched it. Exactly. And, and that's, that's a the, tragedy. That's, that's. Owen brothers don't pull in an audience like they used to, which is a shame because they're the, be- <laughs> the best. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's how I came out of this film. I'm sorry. Please, what are your final thoughts before we do the thing? I mean, I'm right there with you. I, I don't think I'm going to embargo it just yet. Mm-hmm. I think even, I mean, this is sad to say, but even if I am contributing my $10 to it, uh, I still want to watch the train wreck. I don't see movies as often as you guys. Uh, <laughs> so I sure as hell will not see these further ones. Probably not even the Wonder Woman one. Um, my view on, on Beavis Doge is such that there is no redeeming factor about this movie. You should not see it. You will gain nothing. There is nothing about this movie that is good mm-hmm. that is not that you know that is good enough to not be brought down below zero by mm-hmm. the rest of it. There is there's nothing. Don't ever I mean, I, mean I, I'm I think on this podcast I brought up that I saw Man of Steel in the theater, mm-hmm. didn't see it again in the theater. And then it came on like HBO or something like that. And I recorded it and I sat down and I watched it and I realized that I never smiled. I never laughed. I came on the other side of that experience, just not having enjoyed myself. And, and, and now I've come through the experience again with only a couple things holding on to saying like, well, that could have been cool or hopefully they'll do a job with that. A uh, good job with that. But at the end of the day, in the future, if Beavis Doge is on HBO in the middle of the night, 
I'm not going to watch it. I'm not. I mean, it's in some ways almost worse that it has these glimmers of, of hope because it's saying, you know, here, oh, here's this thing you like, but this mm-hmm. is what we're focusing on. Right. This over here, this yeah. bile that's now in your brain. Right. It's enveloping your folds. And, it, and it's trying to do something, but it's just failing at it. Like, it's fine, sad. we'll throw this in if it drags in because this is what we want to put out more yeah. of. And it's, it's incredible that there's like, what, 30 minutes on the cutting room floor they said that they cut out? Mm-hmm. Like, what are those whole 30 characters. minutes? Whole characters. And oh, yeah, they cast people that aren't even in it now. Consider how bad those 30 minutes might have been given what yeah. they kept in. Right. Given the right. double dream sequence. Or, you know, given, I mean, you could go the opposite way and say that since they're so bad at deciding what's kept, maybe that 30 minutes is the good 30 minutes. The point is, either way is, is bad. It, well, yeah. No it matter what they us. did, it was a bad choice. Yeah, I don't think us. this is going to be another kingdom of heaven. Where the I still have not taken the chance on that. The director's cut is good. I mean, even even no, it's if, also an it's, hour longer. Yeah, it's super long. Either they chose to take out good stuff, or they were so impossibly bad that they made scenes worse than what was in the movie. Like worse uh-huh. exists. I almost don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's it. All right, let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. Mm. Uh. 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 Wait, no, that's not how this works. Nope. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we say the titles and then we do the thing. Ending, right? So coming out new in theaters, everybody wants some with two exclamation points. <laughs> God's Not Dead 2, Miles Ahead, uh, Meet the Blacks, and Kill Your Friends. What if Miles Ahead was about a character named Miles? It is. It is. It is? Is it a comedy? Nope. Nope. Okay, I'm awesome. Um, but before we do guess the ending, we're going to do the thing, promotion thing. Uh, let's give some thanks to Silent Partner. They did our theme song. Uh, we got that from the YouTube Audio Library. YouTube.com slash Audio Library is where we got that. Uh, our logo was done by Justin Kizan. Uh He writes for Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. Fantastic uh, periodical. Yeah. And uh, if you like uh, podcasts and you like uh, me, uh, you should check out Pick Your Path. That's a Choose Your Adventure style enhanced podcast that I write with Matt Benson and David King. Uh, that's still what benviewnetwork.com slash PYP. You can write it solo now that Matt Benson is dead, of course. <laughs> well, me and David, we write it in his memory. <laughs> I couldn't do right by him in life. Is it gonna I will a, do right by a him Matt in Matt Benson death. pick your path where you can choose not to see the movie and leave? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, and then uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about optograb.org, which is his uh, website where he writes about a lot of things, uh, or his short stories, which you can buy on Amazon or Smashwords, or just go to his website. I'm sure there's a link there. Kevin, do you have anything you want to promote? Any appearances? Upcoming, that upcoming projects, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how, how long is it going to take us to write that. Okay, it's not going to be like like DC movies long. Okay, there's something coming. We do have an upcoming uh, scripted comedy podcast, mm-hmm. uh, diving into the dark and not at all humorous side of the city of angels where we all live. Yeah. Nice. That's a good tease. Yeah. Jordan. I stream video games over at twitch.tv backslash Gamer Assault Weekly. Uh, this week will be the last week I stream The Division because Quantum Break comes out next week. And I'll be streaming a bunch of that uh, for that one day. And then after that, Dark Souls 3 is coming out. So that's where I will live two weeks from now. But this weekend, uh, from 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturday, I'll be streaming The Division. Or is it good? The Division? Yeah. It's all right. Okay. It's... A different kind of destiny. <laughs> yep. And uh, of course, follow at GA Weekly on Twitter for updates on the streaming schedule and the rest of the video game coverage at GamersaltWeekly.com. And you should check out all the great uh, podcasts on the Benview Network, BenviewNetwork.com. 
Uh, we've been getting a lot of a lot of new people joining us. We had the podcast preview join us a couple of weeks ago. We had uh, Trent talk. I don't know what was going on over there. It looked like you were going to give me a secret message. I thought you were trying to make sure we heard your breathing and you were doing it onto the microphone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Trent Talk is another new podcast that joined the Bendy Network. Uh, mm-hmm. I got to get on very that. Excited, yeah, I got to get on that for that because it's uh, they're talking all about Trent Reznor. Yeah, I got to get on that. And is uh, that every episode? Uh, every episode is a different album. Okay. Hmm. And uh, we got some other new shows that we're working on, trying to get them on to the whole thing. Oh, there was a new uh, because we went to uh, WonderCon. Uh, uh, it was myself, Matt Benson, Brendan Creasy, uh, Derek Armijo, David King, and Kayla Berry. Uh, appear together in the uh, Benview Megacast. Oh, as I saw the it. picture of that. That yeah. looked cool. And uh, we, you know, you can go get that. The, uh, uh, the feed that that is in is called Benview One-Offs. That's where you can find all nice. the Benview Megacasts as well as uh, various other little one-off properties that happen in the Benview universe. Uh, and then our personal website, nevpodcast.com. Email nevpodcast at gmail.com. And on Twitter, at nevpodcast. And my personal Twitter is at podcasterandrew. I'm at True Valk. Kevin, do you want to disclose your Twitter? No. Okay. <laughs> That's not unusual. Uh, now, it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Uh, and up first is Jordan. I'll be doing Everybody Wants Some, uh, directed by Richard Linklater, starring Zoe Deutsch, Blake Jenner, Tyler Hochillen. And Ryan Guzman. Those are names. <laughs> a group of college baseball players navigate their way through the freedoms and responsibilities of unsupervised adulthood. So, this film starts off with a local baseball player heading to Texas to uh, to join a, a college team. And, uh, you know, he feels, you know, like a local big shot where he's coming from, but... He quickly realizes that he was a big fish in a small pond, and now he's a small fish in a, a big ocean. And from there, he tries to make friends and do well on the baseball team. Uh, he's a pitcher, so no one really wants to have anything to do with them uh, because, you know, they're bad luck. But uh, he, tries, he tries to kind of find himself, you know? He, uh, he comes from a small town, so he, uh, he goes to a bunch of parties. He hangs out with all these different types of crews. And, um, you know, he meets uh, Terry Crews, which was kind of <laughs> weird, but, but fun uh, in the 80s. I imagine uh, Terry Crews would be pretty awesome in the 80s. And uh, has, has some McDonald's, because Terry Crews always has the, Mac, uh, the cheeseburgers. And, uh, you know, they don't even get into the college part. The strange thing is, is the, scene, the, the movie set over three days, and uh, it's just about, you know, them having a good time and trying to, trying to figure out what they're going to do with all this freedom. And uh, the end of the film kind of ends on this weird note where they kind of they talk about what it means to, to find themselves in this situation and, and kind of figure out who they are in the universe and stuff like that. And at the end of the day, it's just, I don't know, it's not that funny. <laughs> so I don't know Does the name of the movie really have two exclamation points yeah and let's just say that by the time you're done watching it everyone will not want some well, of course they'll have had some yeah and they won't like it <laughs> I want some 
some. some. Not all. This was a bit much. Yeah. All right, Kevin, what are you doing? Uh, I am not guessing, but telling you the ending of God's Not Dead 2, directed by Harold Cronk and starring Jesse Metcalf, David A.R. White, Ray Wise, and Robert Givens. When a high school teacher is asked a question in class about Jesus, her reasoned response lands her in deep trouble and could expel God from public square once and for all. Now, as we all know, in God's Not Dead 1, the prequel, God is not dead. <laughs> now, even even with this previous miracle, everyone, everyone, you know, our, our degenerate Western society thinks, okay, after that, that was God's last hurrah. Surely God is dead. And, uh, you know, other people are like, I think God is dead too. And uh, some characters are like, you know, God's not dead. And people are like, I also think God's not dead too. And so while this sentiment of, of anti-godness is growing, a high school teacher takes it upon herself to answer questions that are only answerable if God is in fact not dead. Now, this, uh, this, this of course, offends the very secular school board uh, who say, you know, this is, this is an excuse because God is dead to take him out of the public sector once and for all. And, uh, and in this respect, it causes a real crisis of faith because she can either keep her job and subtly, you know, keep, you know, keep the fight that God is in fact not dead too. Or she can, you know, make a, make a big fuss about it, but then God might be taken out of the public area and be dead there. So there begins to be a fight among, you know, the many gods who are infiltrating America through, through other faiths. And, uh, you know, God is really fighting for his own life because he's not dead. And at the same time, devouring all of these gods is the nothingness that the atheists worship, uh, the, the non-existence that, you know, that they crave. And, you know, it begins, it begins uh, devouring God and also the other gods. And God is like, he's like punching Vishnu, but, but everyone's like, oh no, he's not only fighting the other gods, but he's getting devoured by nothingness. I bet now God is dead. And it turns out that he overpowers them all. So is it the nothingness from Neverending Story? Of course. Okay. Yeah, that's what atheists worship. And um, yep. in in the end, he just overcomes it all through miracles. Uh, children start asking questions like, "What if What if God is dead?" And the teacher starts a answering them like, "If God was dead, then there would be no love." And no one can handle these things. And their faith empowers him. And he just like he just like punches Krishna right and right in the face. And it turns out that God is not dead too. And. Uh, America returns to its Christian values, and atheists are only allowed to be teachers at universities where they can be snarky. Makes that sense. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. That fits. Uh, that is true from my experience. Yeah. All right. I'm going to guess the ending for Kill Your Friends, directed by Owen Harris, starring Ed Screen, Nicholas Holt, Rosanna Arquette, and James Curden. An A&R man working at the height of the Brit pop music craze goes to extremes in order to find his next hit. So I don't know what any of these words mean. <laughs> um, but I, I don't, don't worry about it. Uh, basically, so this guy is, uh, uh, he's a hitman, but by, by day, he is a music producer. And so he Ooh. finds a way for these two worlds to combine when he's like, wait a second, I've realized that musicians become huge 
when one of them dies. Like when a, in a band, when one of them dies, they go crazy. Like people are like, oh my God, oh, their music was so good, even though it wasn't actually good. Yeah, Beatles. So, <laughs> Nirvana. Uh, no, <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so he, he, he finds a group. He, he gets them real going. He gets them into a frenzy. He gets them to make like three albums in three years. Fans, f- fans are, are, you know, pretty good on him. Then he kills one of them. And then the fans go crazy. They sell out. They make best ofs. The, the, they try and replace the band member, and that makes even more money somehow. It's, it's nuts. Uh, so then it comes down to it in the final, the, the final band that he's, he's going to do this to. He's actually become really close friends with them. And he feels really bad about what he's going to do in order to make more money. Uh, and then he's had a mentor this whole time. Uh, and, and the last line of the film is the mentor saying to him, remember what I told you? Kill your friends. And then boom, credits. Doesn't even show the last band? No. Mm-hmm. It's implied? It's implied. Because yeah. it has like a, there's like, you know, uh, the Brit pop music overtakes the credits roll and we see lots of colors and swirls and it's implied that they're dead. So it kills all of them, and the music sells like never before. Yeah, exactly. It kills all his friends. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's I guess we can end the guessing now. Uh, Yay. Uh, you know, this is a long one. I'm not going to lie. If you stay through all the discussion, it's even longer. Uh, but I, I thank you, listener, for listening. Thank you. Uh, thank you, because this helped me tremendously. Yeah. Uh, so Therapeutic. Next week, I have no idea what we're going to review. Yeah. I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, could release a bonus episode. I don't even know. Is there even enough? We'll release a teaser when we find out what we're going to review. I trust you to do that, Andrew. <laughs> and that I've promised it. Oh, geez. Uh, anyway, until that time when we release the next episode, uh, you'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but this has been episode 269 of Nerds Eye View. I'm Andrew. My name is Kevin. And I'm Jordan. And remember, listeners, if a suited dude comes up to you and says, hey, we got this uh, great opportunity for you to uh, interview a terrorist in the middle of the desert, don't do it. Ram your Tim Tam. I don't know what that means. Ram your Tim Tam. You ever heard of Tim Tam Slam? No. Okay. Okay, this is an Australia thing. I don't know if the caramel will do it. But you bite the, bite the ends off of each side. Oh. And use it to suck milk out of a cup. Oh, sure. Has a big chocolate straw. All right. And it's called a Tim Tam Slam. This is the kinds of things Australians come up with to distract themselves from the everything killing them. Yeah. yeah. Now we're going to do the discussion. Right. Gloves off. Here can we I, go. Can I ask my question? <laughs> I'm glad I could finally take them off. Oh can boy. I ask my question that I'm just so confused about? Yeah. Who is the older guy in Wayne Tower that he calls on the phone? No idea. Wait, what? At what point? At the very beginning well, I don't even know of the, what the movie. Name he was saying was at the very beginning of the movie. Oh, he was just some. It didn't matter who he was. He was. He was some. Okay. Executive. I've watched it twice. What is the name he's it saying? It sounds like he says dad. Right. It does sound like he's saying dad. No, it was like it's like I've, dark. No, dark. I just it was dark. I think it was. I don't know. I just, just something that sounds. I like I just dead. watched it again. 
dirt. And I paid extra special attention this time. Hey, dirt. And it sounds like he says dad. You know, maybe it was meant to sound like dad because there's a scene in the beginning when he's running away from the funeral as a kid uh-huh. and Alfred's saying, Bruce, Bruce, come back, Bruce. And then I think he says, Bruce, wait. But yeah. like right before the camera pans away, I think he says, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> like, like just yeah. in, like, because they treated the audience like idiots the whole film. And I think they might have wanted yeah. us to know, like, like maybe they don't know who the kid is. Like, it's, I just, it's so confusing because if, dirt. if, if this Batman is a little different because his father didn't die, but his mom did, if, and then his, that, and then his dad no, yeah. dies in Wayne Tower, and then his dad dies in Wayne Tower. A whole new kind of angry. No, no, no. And then his dad, and then his dad dies in the tower because of Superman. Then it explains his anger. Then it explains his hate. Let's settle this Are right you trying now. To find something new that I can be I, mad. I about? can't come up with any other reason why he'd hate Superman so much. Let's I just settle don't. this right now. Let's settle this right now. Like I want. Let's, the, let's be honest. I want the script. Where's gonna, the, is the I'm, script online? Let, let's be honest. Well, because they reveal that Jimmy Olsen is the one who yeah. gets shot in the fucking head in the middle of the. That's so desert. stupid. They just kill off it's the right, character. It's like right. That. Where let's is be it? honest. Michael Cassidy, right here. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't Jimmy his dad. Olsen. It wasn't his dad. Let's be honest with ourselves. It was not his dad. But they created a movie in a setting so stupid. Where that's a possibility, like yeah. that's something we could entertain the notion of. It sounds like he says, how did, "Dad." How did Lex Luthor's assistant have a last name? What the fuck is this fucking movie? Okay, sorry. Because we didn't even talk about that at all in the goddamn regular review. The this scene infuriates me. The scene in the court in the courtroom where Superman shows yeah, up, like the Capitol building. Yeah, whatever the hell that fucking building is. Superman shows up for the. So there's a the shooting hearing. there today. Show some respect. Uh, I don't know. Excuse me, but the. Superman shows up for the hearing. Uh, a wheelchair guy is mad at him. Uh, there's the senator that we were getting to know. Like, there are characters that we were getting to know. Wheelchair guy's inexplicably mad. I'm, I'll say that, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Wallace is his name in the film. Scoop Wally. McNary. Yeah, well, please. Uh, <laughs> he, he tells us who the boss is. There's Holly Hunter, the, the senator lady. And then there's uh, Mercy, who is Lex's assistant. Those three characters are in are in there. They're they're named. We're getting we were getting to know them. They each of between the three of them, we must have spent thirty minutes mm-hmm. on learning about these characters. Did we get a name for the male senator who wanted to sexually please Lex Luthor? No. no. Okay. No. Uh, he like cherries in his mouth. Superman yeah. walks in. Uh, the Holly Hunter sees the jar of piss. Spends three minutes looking at yeah, it. Yeah. Oh my god. Like we get it. I was like, are you implying? We she, are you implying it. that she drank some before she looked at the label? Right. That's the vibe I got. I was like, yeah. That's right. I, that's, when I first saw it, I was like, "Did she drink some?" And before this, was like, "Oh, a jar, might as well." Oh no! And then the whole goddamn place explodes. Yeah. So we lose three characters, which one of which I thought was going to be more interesting later on, but no, apparently not. And Superman's face when it happens, there's not, there's no <laughs> shock. He's just like, ah, damn it. He's disappointed. He's like, dang. He's like, dang. It's like he walked they into a room again. and saw his dog and he pooped on the carpet. He might as well <laughs> like snapped just, his fingers. Like, yeah. Ah, gee, ah, geez. Yeah, and then, Blew up and Congress. then for some reason that makes the crowd more angry. Like they're blaming him for that bomb. Yeah, because Batman needs to bomb something. I was like, is this? I, mean, I was like, was, this is supposed something. to be freeing Superman. Is that is that what Superman does? Do things blow up around him? Could like, it have been okay? Here, I'm I'm looking through the list. Could it? Could the character have been named Jack? Could he be it was Jack. Jack. I think it was Jack. Jack. No, man, it's watching his mouth. It Jack. looked like Dad. It wasn't Dad. Jack. Look at my mouth. Dad. Jack. Dad. Jack. What are we doing we're right looking at now? each other's mouths while we're saying words. I I swear to God, I'm getting like, more mad because we can't even agree on why this was dumb. I I mean I think it's all dumb. So so the main only, thing that we find out in this film. So the main thing 
that that this film presupposes is that Lex Luthor is playing everyone. He's he's sending Wally information to make him more and more upset, telling Wally to send back the checks to Bruce Wayne. He's Could have been this he's guy. sending I don't think Wally's no. even okay. receiving the checks. I think Lex Luthor no. is just like taking them and Oh, like, and writing on, yeah. the stuff. It yeah, was Lex Luthor the was the one's writing it because he he reveals later on he says all I had to do was write you're killing your family yeah. or whatever. Plus Wally So Wally like, yeah. and Wally says I'm not getting anything. So that means I think that's why he was so destitute. Lex Luthor He'd always is, intercepting, is them, yeah. intercepting them and sending them back. Um, and then, but then he happens to give him that bomb wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. Grumble, grumble. Um, and and this is presupposing that Superman isn't always using his X-ray vision. Like, yeah, of right? course he would be at all times. Like why? at first, for a second, I was like, is he just making fun of the crippled guy? Why is why is Lex Luthor on a wheelchair right now? Yeah, <laughs> is he trying to identify with him? Is he gonna lie? I think he was making fun of him. Yeah, he kind of makes fun of everyone. This Lex Luthor is the least Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor that no, Lex Luthor ever Joker. Lex Luthor. He's Joker plus Riddler plus Mad Hatter. Because why the fuck not? They should have yeah. called. Yeah. yeah. They should have called him Les Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he so doesn't act like Lex Luthor like, at all. Lex Luthor is a businessman. Lex Luthor, you know, plans things out that make sense, not decides, oh, I guess I'm going to lose, so I'm just going to unleash a creature that I can't control. In the, in the, in Unless this, he thought he could control in it. This, in this bid to, like, modernize the character, they created a completely different one. Yeah. Well, He's oh, nothing like well, Lex well, Luthor. It was rumored I that there were um, maybe thirty seconds of him, like when he was silent. There were a couple lines that were like, "Okay, that was kind of Lexi," yeah. and then there was like a few montages where he was getting science stuff rolled in, and I was like, "Okay, he look because Lex Luthor does love science, yeah, yes. building stuff, to, right, to, right." To well, because our introduction to. Lex, he's talking about the kryptonite. He's trying to convince the senators or whatever that kryptonite should be allowed. He should be allowed. Ah, let me bring in the kryptonite. Do something with it. It's the worst that could happen. He should have the government contract to, to weaponize it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of interesting that that's our introduction. But then it immediately takes a turn for just insanity yeah. when he feeds that guy a, a Jolly Rancher. Right. And that guy, is, the guy comes to him. It's not that he yeah. goes to the guy and says, I want to bribe you. The, the guy, guy comes, immediately says, guy we, says, we can make each other happy. Yeah, the and guy says, says uh, what's your wish? His, his term is, what's your wish list? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's just propositioning him for like no reason. Yeah. Is, he just, is there just some implied Lex bribe coming? Is he getting Lex bucks or something? I don't. Because like, the other guys, if he's giving Lex all this stuff, what is... The, the senator getting for all the problems you had for, yeah for all the problems what? you had with with Bruce Wayne not being explained that was explained badly yeah. a lot of this stuff wasn't explained at all it's yeah. just we're supposed to say oh senator he's corrupt so like we accept it mm. like what's the motivation yeah. this is a named character I don't know name this is a lined character who's saying a bunch of stuff to the main bad guy mm. and he's just doing things so the movie can happen yeah 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 dreams I mean he existed. <laughs> For why for Lex to be bad and also be creepy and shove candy in his mouth. Yeah, let's talk about them dreams. Are we doing a chronological order? Or do you just want to talk about any of them? What's the one that makes you the most okay. mad? <laughs> Start there. I got the, where his mom is a bat and bites him. Yeah, is that what that? Okay. Oh yeah, his mom was a bat. Yeah, a, yeah. A, I get what you're a saying. Man sized bat. A man yeah. bat. A man, man bat. Mom bat. <laughs> we all took that for a second and didn't want to take it further. <laughs> no. We were just like, no, that's not no. even worth it. We've no. reached the end. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I thought that was supposed to be like, oh, we're going to get a touching scene where he sees his parents' graves or some mm-hmm. bullshit. And no, it's just like a creepy vision. I mean, every scene was bad in a different way. Every every dream scene was every scene was bad in a different That's way. But one, every dream scene was particularly bad in a particularly yeah. different way. That's one of the reasons I was confused because when he put the flowers on there, you couldn't see the dad's name or the day that he died. Oh. So I was like, oh, did he not? What? 
Oh, I'm you still, were like extra attuned to this because the fir, because I came out of the so seeing it. I came out of seeing it the first time uh-huh. because for me that's the only incentive that he has to hate. He's Superman not going to be Batman like without his, with his dad being alive the whole time though. Yeah, Could that be. doesn't make a lot of sense. Look, look, I get that like it's a, it's within the realm of possibility because that's uh-huh. how bad the film is. But we we cannot go on with this being unresolved. That was not Batman's dad. Okay. I'll just say, all right. No, and both parents, I, I could have sworn I remember seeing the years on both. It's 1981 is the year that they but died. But tell me a time that you see those graves that's not in a dream. Well, that's the only time you see them. Yeah, is in the dreams. Yeah, and but so, then uh, his, the, time, the times so match his, up. His, in the, in the dad, first da, dream. His dad dying in, in Wayne Tower was so important that during his dreams, it shows up as him dying in the 80s. Yeah. That, no, that's, that's a, that's yeah, a I know. Song. That's why it doesn't make sense. Because in no, the very first dream, there are two caskets. It's super important. No, it's, it's, it's important that because okay he's been batman for 20 years mm-hmm. it's 2016 let's assume it takes place in 2016 mm-hmm. so you go back 20 years 1996 that matches up with 1981 it takes him about 10 to 15 years to both go to school graduate go through his training and then become batman yeah because he's like 10 when when they die yeah now let's, so, let's talk about the real important thing in this first dream where wherein bats lift him unto to lift him into the, the light which he says is and until he said it, a lie. until he said it was a dream I was ready to believe that this was part of the movie, that this was the road the movie yeah. was going to go. Yeah, I was ready to like, believe right, that Zack Snyder this, was, was like, That was the first yeah. scene in the movie, right? Yes. yes. It, that was before the, that was before the Metropolis scene. Yes. It was, before okay. everything. Because my brain's a little hurty. Uh, from, <laughs> we need, no, we needed a five-minute origin story for Batman again. <clears throat> yeah. No, okay. We, oh, here's something that I, I never said that I liked, but I actually do kind of like. Um, sure, we've seen uh, Thomas and Martha get shot a lot of times, but this one I thought was actually shot really well. Yeah. I, well, I, mean, I actually really like the the yeah. gun catching on the pearls. Yeah, that was pretty. That was some incredible imagery. The, the crazy thing is, in, in several <laughs> really of the was. origins, I the, don't know if you're being sarcastic. The, yeah, both. No, in several of the origins, the pearls fall and break, and that's a great image of them bouncing around and uh-huh. like falling like that. But it never quite makes sense to me why they break, unless like the grabber, the the, the grabber, because he grabs the, the necklace. Grabs the necklace. That's why. Sometimes, but not always. It's always. But this one, I kind of like that the gun catches it. That's like a... I like that he gets no pearls and runs away. Well, yeah, he yeah. definitely like is the most fucked like, up Joe plus, Chill there ever like, was. It's weird. It's yeah. weird that like he makes it so execution-y for the mom. It's like the guy, the dad, okay, yeah. he's punching at me. I'm shoot him. And the mom, he's like... I also like that Thomas... And he's just, he's, he's just standing there. He's standing there for a while. And then he's like, I guess I'll put the gun to your head and do it real slow. I think it was in slow motion. Yeah, I know. But like uh, even not in slow motion. I like that Thomas Wayne goes to punch him. Yeah. That's another thing that in the origins it's usually like, oh no, and he's like cowering, and then he gets shot, or but, he makes. But also, he, why he do makes you a move to defend? Why his do you wife punch a guy that with has a gun. Yeah. a gun pointed at you? He, Thomas, it's also the Thomas stupidest surgeon, thing you can do. Not a. Not a not he's a, a surgeon who decides to. Put, <laughs> I'm going to bring fists <laughs> to a gunfight. Anyway. Is this also is this true? And later in the film, he's like the first generation of Waynes. We we were hunters. Were trappers. We traded with the French. Uh, I don't think that's canonical, but I do. I would have. I, I guess it was kind of a cool line. I could have like, held. He like, was going to be a hunter now. It's like is he trading super? Is Lex Luthor the French in this metaphor? I don't know, but I also I I could have had another fifteen minutes of of him talking about the history of the Waynes because that was a little bit more interesting than just fighting. Yeah, I just I needed more, and this film kept not giving it to me. Yeah, uh, giving you stuff you didn't want. Yeah. You're doing the you're doing the microphone. There's a lot, there, there's a lot mm. of plates in this meal, and every once in a while, one plate would have like a small amount of meat that was decently cooked. Yeah, just surrounded by like raw broccoli. Yeah, I can deal with some broccoli. It's good for me. 
But there's two, like, none of it's done well, none of it's cooked right, and they just keep tossing it at me, and I'm choking. All right, so I want to talk about the fact that no, Zach, we, we need to do all the dreams. Right oh yeah, now. all right, all right. Let's Next. talk about let's talk about the desert dream because I, I allowed okay, myself. So when, to get when he's decrypting stuff, I allowed myself to get excited. Yeah, because I thought to myself, this is going to be like this, they finally let Snyder off his leash for a little while in the directing, uh-huh. not just the writing. And I'm like, this is going to be the fast track to Snyder Town. We're going to get something absurd, and I'm going to get to laugh. And instead, it was just it was well, a really bad action. Yeah, scene. it was bad. It's just like it. There was a bunch of dudes with guns, and they were mm-hmm. looking at Batman. This is the first time he started using guns to shoot a bunch of people. Yeah, in a dream. In a dream. Yeah. And so there's a bunch of dudes with guns. And, and they all just stand and they there. Would, they would just be like standing around, then like staring at Batman. Okay, he's looking at me. It's time for me to put my gun down yeah. and walk at him. Who's real bad. And then I thought, okay, you know, he, he killed a lot of people in that dream. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's like since it was like he was imagining this is the world after Superman takes over and it's super dark, he's going to have to kill people. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe that doesn't mean he's going to kill people throughout the whole movie. He did. Uh, I also laughed out loud and as loud as I could when he thinks he's getting the kryptonite. He opens it up and then the camera keeps going and shows you that for some reason they put in two green light bulbs in there. To fake him into walking all the way up to it. And it, ah, that just cracked me up because it was so dumb. They didn't show it just once. So so dumb. dumb. Yeah. It was so dumb. Also, wait, why? Like, is it played like a joke. It was dumb. But I knew it wasn't. It was supposed to be real and mean something, and it was not. But it, it was, was like a it was like a Lexbox, too. And it's like, yes. this is the world where Superman took over. Why is LexCorp still. Well, because it's his dream is also kind of a future vision, because he knew he was going to have to get the Lexbox with the kryptonite in it. Well, I'm going to posit something that is definitely going to piss you off. I think it was a vision of the future. No, no, no. I, I'm certain it is. Yeah. But it just. It, it, so why I've already got Bugman? Because Bugman Darkseid. Darkseid uses Bugman. Okay. Darkseid. I which is, which is the big. Okay, so it's, it's definitely the, a vision. God damn it. Yeah, so and the Omega sign is Dark. That makes me Dark sad. Sign, yeah, it's his, his, insignia, it's his or insignia, and that's in the landscape. Yeah. And Darkseid is the Thanos of the yeah. DC universe. Yeah. So. And that's what that's his army. Lex means at the end where he says they're coming. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming. Whatever. I don't even care. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a vision, but I already got mad about that because who gave it to him? How is he having it? Where is it coming from? It's coming from the Flash. It came from the Flash. Who, sh- no. who shows up from yeah. his first wake up? Yeah, I mean... In, he wakes know, up yeah. once. All right, having watched the movie twice... No, I know... It is 100% the Flash. I don't know how... He says... How oh, does the Flash he, have brain vision power? Because he was giving him like a head massage in, it's in, in, it's, in the dream. No, yeah. it's in the comics. They do send Flash back. Um... And he says, uh, he actually says when he comes no, 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 back, I, you were always right about him. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he says, wait, am I too early? Yeah. Yeah, but the way he says that is like, like he showed up for a dinner party yeah. and like your wife is still changing the diaper. Oh, man. Oh, man. When, when he realizes he was too early, the thing he goes out saying is, you need to find us. When saying, he says Lois is the key. And Lois is the key for some stupid yeah. reason. I don't understand that at is all. Is Lois Martian Manhunter? I don't think so. I don't think no. they're even going to talk about Martian Manhunter because... yeah. It, despite being key to creating the Justice League in all of the comics, Martian Manhunter is too weird, apparently, to make for a movie. You know he's in Supergirl, right? The TV show. Yeah, because TV is fine. Movie yeah, he's, is. In, also, he's one of the main characters. This like, also totally gets rid of the possibility for that awesome scene that's like in all of Justice League stuff where Superman eventually entrusts Batman with some kryptonite. He's like, yeah. Bruce. You need this. In case I ever, like, you know, in case I'm ever kind of a jerk, like, kill me. Yeah. And Bruce is like, I hope I don't. And it's great every time they do it. It's true. Uh, No, I just don't believe that. I I understand that Flash comes back and does a thing, but I don't understand how Flash coming back gives a vision to Batman, to Bruce Wayne. Because because 
I mean, I feel like that whole thing is tied together. I oh, feel no, like Flash coming together. back in time yeah. brings like memories of the future oh, and is geez. peppering in. Like you talked about him needing <clears throat> to get the kryptonite. Yeah. I feel like we're getting some stuff from Batman inside the dream oh. and then as Flash is coming back in time, he's bringing he's, stuff from the future he's with him. Well, because Superman who hasn't yet woken up. There's also they've grabbed Bat, the, the, in the dream, they grab Desert Batman. They yeah. chain him up. Okay, so explain and that. And Superman, Superman kills a bunch of people. And he says, he says you took, you her, took from her from me. She was my world, which is something that doesn't get said until later when Superman's having a dream of his dead dad. Uh-huh. Okay, where so he learns the phrase, she is my world. I don't know if he's dreaming. <laughs> I, he's yeah, having a dumb weird, like a, like a waking like vision. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Why is he working? Okay, so if you're so smart, why in the dream is Batman wearing duster? Because that was dumb. And I didn't like it because toys. He, he might yeah. as well have been wearing jeans too. Toys, like toys. just jeans and a duster, and then a bat suit from toys. the waist up. Toys. I'm upset about that. Yeah. That was one of the worst things. When that trailer came out, they already had the toy lined up, and it was called yeah. Ni- Nightmare Batman. It was ready. Was what they were calling it. Nightman. Day, we need Dayman. Night Batman. We need Dayman. The Daywalker. He can save us. Batman from- versus Superman. Dayman versus Nightman. Brown versus the Board of Education. Why? So okay, let's the next dream. He wakes up again, and the Flash is there. Yeah, and he gives him the message. Which I didn't think it too early. Like the Flash. It's because he's wearing a, a suit, suit that is allowing him to go back in time. He had the lightning bolt things inside of his head. I thought I saw. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you can see the top the of his mask. When I thought this, the mask looked when the face well. the face opens up. Yeah, that's weird. It's because he's wearing like a space suit type thing that allows him to travel I back didn't in time. Get why he needed that suit? It's because he never needs that space it, suit in the comics. It well in the comics and in the Flash TV show, he's able to just run super fast and go yeah. and travel through time. Yeah. In the comic that they're referencing, he gets sent back by through the Is use of new fifty two bullshit. Yeah, okay, I think you. so. Thank you. New so, fifty two bullshit. Yeah, that's yeah. why. I uh, I would rather have just watched like Bruce Wayne snoring for a while while the counter slowly went up two hundred percent. Yeah, and Be- Mr. Best Detective in the world gets his shit stolen from him. He goes into the main for oh, it's gone. No, no. Uh, and then he f- tracks her down, and he has no way of getting it back from her. She's like, "I gave it to you. It's fine." Yeah, it's, it's in, in your, your car. car. Yeah. And he did detect. He detected none of this. He would have went weeks before he checked the, the you know the glove compartment. <laughs> I and, think so. And when you Alfred would have found it. Alfred would have found it. When you, he would have just tossed it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, you left another yeah, thing. This is probably from one of his. Lady I don't friends. approve of your Batman lifestyle. I'm going to throw um, away your toys. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know. Like the best way to get answers about. Wonder Woman is to send her an email asking her a bunch of questions. Yeah. And Wait, he had her email? Hold on. Yeah. yeah he sends her an email. Must, yeah, that was an email. Oh, my God. I, for, I forgot that that didn't make sense. And she scrolls down really slowly. It's super slowly, one line at a time. And she keeps the cursor oh. just over the word you're supposed to read. Thank yep, you. Yep. Oh, I because forgot I said, that that didn't make sense. Because when she's reading a book, she uses her finger. So she does the same thing with the cursor. I think it must have been because... Like Lex had her email in her file where he also gave her a logo. He, he designed yeah, he the logos. He gave them, them all logos, and yeah. there's multiple. Fi- you know what? I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm mad, intrigued, happy. I don't know what I feel. Green Lantern is not one of the ones that he yeah. knows about. What Green Lantern that Core he knows about is it. You're a implying film. he's still gonna be in it. Yeah, Green Lantern Core is an upcoming film. They're actually gonna oh. make a Green Lantern movie, but it's called Green Lantern Core. Maybe like he comes the, from outer space. The entire. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I, I must presume be that origin, he's already dude. here. It must be his origin. He's a normal dude now, and he's going to get the ring or the lantern. Well, yeah, that's kind of how it works. 
You, which one do you He's think it'll be? He's not a human right now. You I think it'll be Hal care. Jordan or? I don't care. Yeah. At this point, I don't care. Doesn't matter. Let's give Ryan. Well, Ryan you're not going to be chance. watching them anyway. Well, I mean, if it's after Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman's good enough, but even still, I I think it's the a only big way, if. the only way I'll be watching them is is uh, I'll I'll illegally download them and I'll gladly do so. Yeah. I but even Irish. then. I don't want to do that. Like, I just don't want to have to watch and interact with these films anymore because they're not. It's like, hey, Andrew. They're not good. And here. as a fan of Batman and DC Comics, they're, I don't enjoy seeing, it, seeing this done. Right. Hey, Andrew, do you want this plate of feces? <laughs> and I will say no. It's free. I'll say maybe. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the thing. Uh, I would take it and then use it to grow mushrooms. Um, like... These dream sequences and the way they're designed in the film, the way they're given to us, just screams to me that like Zack Snyder's a bad director. Like anytime he's yeah. been following point by point other people's stuff, like Three Hundred and Watchmen, like those were okay, Give but they him weren't less creative control. Yes, he has too much creative control, and when he does have that. He makes these convoluted messes. Like these dreams you could tell, just yeah, muddy the experience. The, yeah. the Snydertown dream of, of, of desert Batman having a bad time, yeah. that was total Snyder scene. Like he had total control over that. Yeah. I like I think they had a different choreography during like the Batman fight in the warehouse where dudes would come at them all at the same time. Yeah. That was and so it was good. Well done. Well, yeah, I just not don't crazy. Well, no, no, but I'm saying the fight choreography in that made sense for Batman. In the future one, you're right. The dudes just stood there, and he's just shooting they people. They waited for him to look punch- at them, and then they'd put down their gun and yeah. charge at him. And he's like hitting them with their guns, but it's slow and, also and it, clumsy. It didn't make sense to me that the the grasshopper men and the LexCorp men. Well, it wasn't were even not- LexCorp men. No, some of them betrayed the other ones. What no, 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 no. And there was like a Superman some, army. Some, some yeah, of them, the, yeah, they some had of them Superman, were dudes. They had Superman and insignia Superman on their yeah. shoulders. So if they're working against each other, they're then part of the super right. How is Superman? Is he serving Darkseid? Like, in in that in that future, yes. But I then why it, is the Superman army fighting against the Grasshopper men? They weren't. They weren't. I think the Grasshopper men were coming and picking up. No, no, they were picking up the Batman men. They're picking up. Yeah. They were, Batman they were all wearing. Yes. They were all wearing black oh. uniforms. So it was, when when that scene yeah. first starts, it's Batman's army, and then None the Superman dudes they get, yeah, they come out them. of their cloaks and start shooting all the yeah. all the Batman. And people. I think the reason they None were on the same side is because Batman was combining his fear of Superman taking over with the fact he didn't know about Darkseid. Yeah, and the Darkseid stuff I still believe came from the Flash. It was this weird it has to. future it crap has to. that was he a part a time of him. Portal through, and time stuff is yeah, and then got sucked back out for some reason like that whole thing doesn't make any sense to after me. delivering the most awkward because, like oh said, dang am I too soon yeah he said am I too I'm soon too, he looked, looked at his watch <sighs> but then why leave why not just stand there and give the whole de- like 411 about hey this is what's gonna happen yeah. and and he could also be like hey Lex is playing all you guys Superman's well, actually on your side oh, you think Bruce didn't realize that like I don't Bruce know. didn't realize it a lot of stuff. No, no. no he, I no, you no, don't no. think he didn't realize that Lex was See, bad? No, that's the thing. Is I think he knew Lex was bad, uh-huh. but I think Lex duped super, uh, Batman the whole time. I think well, the yeah, reason he, why there was no security in his server room or any of that stuff, why people watched him go into that room and said nothing, mm-hmm. is because Lex wanted him to get that information. Lex was giving it to him piecemeal to make Batman feel like he was the one doing it. I guess. He, I mean... Lex I mean, knew about the him end, the whole time. I mean, Lex could hardly contain himself at that goddamn party. He was like, oh, finally, you two are meeting. I mean, like, was yeah. he just trying to make himself seem baffled or something? Yeah. It's like, I get that Lex might know who Clark and Bruce are, 
And I mean, he knows know about the Clark party. Are, but the way he talks about it, he's like, ah, Clark and Bruce Wayne. Oh, we're bringing people together. He's because he's enjoying himself. And he knows them. He knows them both he, at he's that just time. The opposite yeah. of Sly at every point. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's but like when he, you first arrived, you had less than an hour before dinner. Now you have less. Thank God. And then, <laughs> and then the scene, the scene that that I was talking about earlier that got cut is one hundred percent like because he's he's straight up crazy by the end of the movie, just insane. Yeah. Right. And the scene that was cut out of the movie is the soldiers coming into the ship is to arrest no oh, to arrest Max. him uh, because he's still inside the ship after Doomsday gets killed. And Lex is like in communion, talking to this like figure the ship in AI? the water. Oh. No, look what who he's talking hell? to. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? What are we watching right now? Oh, there's those cubes. Okay, there's space cubes, and then they break apart. So, so what that that's is what they make out of. is that is actually one of the people that's from the New Gods series. Oh, sure. And that has to do with dark side and all this stuff. So when he's talking about so people that's coming, why he's the, the ring and the bell. Yeah, because DC, DC looked at Marvel and said, "Oh, they're doing space. We got space." Right. So that's that's how it's all going to tie in together. That's, that's why he goes crazy is because he he goes into the ship, goes crazy, and and well, I think he already is crazy, yeah. right? But then he goes into that ship and becomes the commander of the ship and tells the tells the computer to teach him a thousand, a hundred thousand worlds yeah. worth of information. And I think in that whole pr- process, he opens up a line of communication to the bad dudes. I mean, it doesn't have to make sense. And Are you a bad enough dude? Yeah, you a bad enough dude? Because I'm a bad dude. You a well, bad enough dude to blow up Congress? Like, honestly, bad by the end of this movie, I if, if Brainiac just walked out of a crowd and mm-hmm. just became part of this film, I would have been like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yep. I mean, it's... I, I feel like I could talk for the for the length of the podcast about every scene in this film and why it was so bad. So I want to get I want to get to the one that I earlier said was the worst. Oh one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Please the, the chase. So Batman comes out with a sniper rifle. Yep. And he immediately shoots tracking device, which is like three times wider than the barrel. But also, it's like it. I think for the audience, that's meant to be dramatic. Like, oh my god, he has a sniper. Yeah. No, I think the audience is supposed to go, "Damn, that's cool," because Zack Snyder said mm. to himself. You know, while standing on the table that all the writers are sitting at. So then Batman walks out with like a big ass gun, like uh, like one of those sniping guns, and the audience is like, "That's wicked!" And then Batman like kind of like he's gonna about to aim it, but instead he plays it like a guitar for a it's, little bit. It's and the one. It. It's the one scene where Batman's on top of something. Like it's one of those in a Batman movie. That's what Batman's doing. He's yeah. on top of something, looking down, yeah. surveying the inform- it, and everything, I, like figuring out his plan. Yeah. Guarantee you, Snyder briefly considered having him hang upside down from it instead of being on of it. Of course. Well, he so played then, the Arkham game. So he yeah. shoots. He shoots the tracking device onto the truck, and I'm like, "This is the beginning of the scene," which means he's going to chase the truck. He shot the tracking device, which means he's not going to catch them. Mm-hmm. This is going to fail. Yeah. Immediately, the the scene is resolved. Okay. So then, uh, well, let's watch this scene that we Batman already know the outcome to. Batman has tracking to. device, and he is immediately pretty rough with some of the dudes. Uh, he shoots a lot of them quickly, and then he grabs a car full of dead guys, and through some incredible mishandling of physics, angles it perfectly such that it swings. Yeah, with and his harpoon, the car that his, he's dragging. Yeah, with his yeah. with his bat claw, and. And and then he decides uh, I'm gonna drive his buildings with his workers. So like, oh, well, well, you're forgetting one part. Before that, the dude with the Gatling gun, the SUV back of the SUV comes oh, yeah. off. He shoots the Gatling gun, and then a Gatling gun shows up on the front of the Batmobile, and he just shoots that car yeah. until it gets all fiery, and then he drives through it, killing yeah. everyone inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's okay. got a gun on his car. Yeah. So then he starts driving 
Uh, so that means that's not like that's not brand new. Like he's considered that, and he's had that for. Yeah, a while. I feel like he's yeah. getting dark over some time, especially since Metropolis, and he started killing dudes and branding them so they die in prison. And, and so then he starts inexplicably driving uh, through buildings side to side, this way and then that way, and just taking off pieces of the truck. And I'm like, he's gonna take off the tracking device. That's dumb. And um, yeah. and then by the time they get back to LexCorp, uh, this inexplicable Russian who found the tiny CAA tracking device in Jimmy Olsen, who's dead. Because yeah. Zack Snyder was like, we don't got time for that. Let's, let's kill him. Jimmy Olsen... Could have just never introduced Zack him. Snyder actually so thought it would be fun to kill him. Yeah. He is, he is, there's an interview where he said, I thought that'd be fun. So Zack Snyder is standing on the table where the writers this, are sitting. This is not the person that you want yeah. to have control over a universe yeah. when he takes a character, a beloved character... And just kills him. That people for were, fun. People were like, "Oh, why didn't we see him in the first one? Oh, you'll see him in the in the second one." A wink. So when so then the turtle then the total jerk off jackass who finds Jimmy Olsen's secret who doesn't see secret the giant thing track. in the camera uh, does not see the large blinking, audibly blinking well, and the tracking other, device on the truck that's sitting on like a one piece the that's, the still, yeah. that's still that's still hanging so there. Take it off. So it's not like you wouldn't be looking at the truck, like, oh, the truck is fine. Let's not look at it. No, oh, let's yeah. look at the destroyed Half truck. Half of the oh, top yeah. is off. And Batman, earlier in the scene, Batman is about 15 feet behind the truck. Yeah. About 15 feet behind the truck. And Vitaly McRussian, man, he has this giant rocket launcher and he, you know, it's ah, motherland and he shoots the rocket and over the next like 30 seconds, Batman fires out like 100 flares. Yep. And before that, the rocket was just moving very slowly. Hmm. And because you know, not only is and Batman blows move, up blows up in front of the Batman. Not only is Batman moving towards the rocket, the rocket is moving towards Batman, and they're both going very fast. And Batman yeah. has about a full ten seconds to fire off hundred flares. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh cool, he has an anti-rocket device. And it blows oh, cool, up it way works, in front of it him. It works from a fifteen foot distance where nothing matters and nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. And that kind of rocket launcher, not to be pedantic, but having played a lot of militaristic shooters, is the type that shoots and then goes up into the air and comes straight down. Like that's the no, kind of rocket launcher. Incredibly ill-advised for a target moving towards you at a fifteen-foot distance. Yeah, it's for stationary targets. Also, uh, I don't think you've even reached the most infuriating part of the scene. The way that this chase ends is Superman stops Batman from chasing him by just standing in front of him, and then also so causing him to crash. And then he goes to him and he says, "Stop being Batman. Cut it out." No, he says the bat, yeah, the bat is, is dead. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He says, "If your light goes on, don't go to it or whatever." He's like, "Some heroes are pretty cool. Don't so go to school I'm, tomorrow." I'm like, paraphrasing because it's terrible, Jordan. Yeah. I, I, I know that bad. you. I know that you know exactly what the words are because you saw it twice, and I'm sorry for you. And Batman, I feel sorry, that yeah, you this know is in my head. Like, ba- like Batman's supposed to be like a dark side uh, to Superman's like noble just, and Superman's just a giant jerk all the time. Superman he, just only ever wants to save Lois Lane. Or if one he person. happens to see a TV showing that one person is in danger in a fiery building uh, in another country, I guess I better run. Go. Guess what? Well, this one's He's, on TV. He smiles one time in the entire movie. Once. Superman. Yeah. When? In the scene where she's in the bathtub. Oh, I smiled too. But I think. Yeah. Well, maybe for the same reason. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that also felt like a little much, right? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. So the worst thing about this chase scene is uh, the whole Superman bit, it's awful. Especially because if Superman even understood what was going on there, he would immediately help, right? Because a lot of people died. A lot of people died. And if he knew what that truck was carrying, he would go, yeah, maybe that shouldn't, Maybe yeah, we I don't like that at all. Yeah, we're gonna. We're, but are we just gonna assume for the fact that it's lead lined so we can't see it? No, because he can't see also, through lead. D- He's just not. Looking. Wait, who would now know that, that though? Who would know that? Also, now that I'm thinking about it, did did 
was there ever a point where we were like we the audience are given the information that Superman realizes that Kryptonite would hurt him? No. no. Jesus. Never. Fucking Christ. Once. He's never been around oh, Kryptonite. God. This is the first time Kryptonite has been involved in this universe. So oh to tie up what so tie up and I'm sure there are many things I wanted to say that I forgot. The only person the only people who know that is Lex Luthor and the two yeah. senators that he shows the video to. But it, I mean, well yeah, cuz they did it on okay. With the tiny piece. They use it as a scalpel. So there's this very long and pointless scene, mm-hmm. and every part of it is fundamentally disappointing. Yeah, and fails to do what it's because he just to do. goes and breaks into his lab. Yeah, and, and, they, they and we spent, don't see that scene, and that scene looked like it would have been cool. Long well, and, and also stupid, he leaves a calling yeah. card. They spent this incredibly the long fuck? and stupid scene building up that he failed to do it, and then later off camera he does it. That's why I think Lex is like. Just leaving him breadcrumbs along the well, way. Well, at the end, Lex said as much. He yeah. said, if he finally took it from me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is all on purpose. Like, Lex like, is wow, what a puppeting both detective. of them. That's upsetting. I mean, we find out at the end of the movie that he always, he always knew who Superman was, and he always knew who Batman was. Speaking of gigantic fuck-ups, Doomsday <laughs> was going to punch Lex immediately after he was born. Oh, yeah. Lex he almost died. Him. Yep. I didn't. I didn't Superman even understand. His life. How did Lex think that his what blood was his plus plan Zod's with Doomsday? Body, why did he th- even think that he needed his blood plus Zod's body? Well, why uh, did that according the the computer said that it was it's based on a science of because I but mean Lex couldn't have on, known that until he talked to the computer. Yeah, but that he did it after he talked to the computer. But so he, he already had, had the body. Knowledge of mixing human blood. Well, with yeah, he already had the body because he wanted the fingerprints so he could get into the ship. No, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. The only reason he got in the ship. Was to get the fingerprints. But he brought the body with him. Not the first time. So the first, yeah, even right. though those scenes are right true. next to each other, it's we're meant to interpret that as like. Well, they're not right. No, they're not no, right they, next they to each other. They put scene. the scenes in in a random order. That's, that's, but what was between those two scenes? I don't. I don't remember. But exactly. there was a break. Exactly. No, no. Having just seen yeah, the movie, Lex goes they teach the me, and then they cut teach a bunch of the pointless. They cut. They cut at that point, and they go to somewhere else completely. And then later, it shows him dragging the body down. Yeah, and he's like doing it alone. He doesn't trust anybody. Yeah, and it's just it's just tiny Jesse. I mean, if if we remember Man of Steel, unfortunately, we're gonna have to remember it for what I'm about to say. Is the way people were born on that planet is they were born into castes. So you'd have a warrior person who was created genetically. Each of the houses were like assigned to a different thing: scientists, you know, political leaders, all kinds of stuff like that. So. they were heavily into genetic mu- um, mu- uh, evolution and controlling genes. Eugenics. And perfect soul. Yeah, exactly. Eugenics. Perfect word for it. So this perfect word mingling, for America, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> this mingling of human DNA and, and Kryptonian DNA was the abomination, saying that at some point they had experimented by taking Kryptonian DNA and with another and, species uh, and trying to create something else. And he says, just do it anyway. We've created like three doomsdays before. It's bad. Lex, don't do it. I I'm, I'm going to do it. Okay, that, Lex. That kind of explains it, is they tried before and it created this monster in the past and that's why they outlawed it. It's just weird. And right. like, wouldn't, with it, the, wouldn't it not be a big deal, though? Because like the only reason he's buff is because he's Kryptonian under yellow sun. Like on Krypton, wouldn't yeah. it not be a big deal? Like it'd just be like a big Kryptonian, like, oh, shoot him. Like, yeah. who cares? It's, we yeah, created an ugly baby. He, he wouldn't have superpowers. Yeah. He created an ugly baby. Whoops. That's a bummer. So, so that means that the only reason uh, Doomsday has the powers he has is because Zod had the powers after coming to Earth. And why does, and also, and why does human DNA give him rock powers? And make him well, extra huge. It's not really rock powers. And why does it it's, make him into a troll from Lord of the Rings? He absorbs he looks energy. Just like a, he looks just like a rock. He absorbs energy. Yeah. yeah, no, he becomes immune to things. Well, in the comics, he like becomes immune to things yeah. that have harmed him. That have harmed him or killed him. Which yeah. is like when Superman punches him, kills him by punching him. The next time, he's like, ah, I can't be punched. Yeah, it's 
That's why when they nuke him in the sky. Can I talk about that? Yes. <laughs> I wanted to lead you right in. Here's, here's what happens what, when you... Dead, dead Superman? Here's what happens when you detonate a nuke in the upper atmosphere. I'm Tim Tam because this is going to be Doesn't it create an EMP? The, no. It, have... It's not about that only. It's about the fact that the world dies. Yeah. It would the destroy world, the atmosphere, wouldn't it? Nuclear fallout would rain over the Earth. And it wouldn't. there wouldn't be like an explosion. Just that everything would get radiation poisoning and we'd yeah. all be irrevocably yeah, Because there would be fallout no matter what. And it's like when, when he... Drives for about 15 seconds into the sky, and the guy's like, oh, we can nuke him. Oh, he's in the sky. We can nuke him. I'm like, you can't do that. And the president did that in about 15 seconds. Yeah, they made a quick choice. Am I crazy, or was that 15 seconds? Yeah, because, all right, look, I don't want to be prescient here and talk about, like, real-life shit right now, but, like, there are high levels of radiation in all of the fish on the Pacific coast because of the nuclear fallout from the disaster in Japan, where one of the, the nuclear plants blew up. And it's, well, it didn't blow up, it just failed. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. But it's, it's like all over the Pacific coast, and there's a lot of bad shit in the ocean right now just take some because break. of that, and that's going to be there for decades, if not hundreds of years. Yeah, just take some iodine, it's fine. And, they, and, they, and they're just like, no, we're going to over Metropolis, just blow it up. Yeah, no, see, Nothing bad could happen. It's, it's, bad, it's bad underwater. What happened if Fukushima is bad? What yeah. if, okay, it's not so, that bad. Yeah. But, um, but the thing about happens is if th- this is the reason we haven't sent all our nuclear waste away in a spaceship and just launched it into space. Because there is a very, very small chance that the spaceship will blow up. That's bad. Yeah. It's really bad if it's carrying nuclear waste because then nuclear waste is spread throughout our upper atmosphere and we're getting fallout rain. So what if it us. reaches actual space, though? What if it reaches beyond our upper atmosphere? They're, Are we still in danger? Like, th- how, how much far danger? could they have gone in that time? It's true. Although, and when Superman dies, he is floating is, freely. With, yeah, he's, he, in, yeah. he's in orbit. Yeah. yeah, the thing is, like, it's going to get brought back down. Yeah, with the way that's gravity like, works, and it gets, and way, it's close like, enough. It gets not pulled in. He went straight up. You, the reason ships go up, they go, they go sideways. Yeah. They go sideways really fast, and then they're in space. Yeah. And that way, they're going fast enough to be in orbit. If you're stationary, you get pulled the fuck down. Yeah. Unless you're far enough away to not be, get pulled down, but they yeah. were definitely not. Yeah. They'd have to be past the moon. Earth would have to be a pale blue, like, yeah, it would have to be very small. Yeah. Earth Jeez. is very big. Earth is very big when you're close to Earth. Would it have been cooler if Superman and Doomsday fought on the moon? I'm going to just say yeah. 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 But also, would it have helped this movie? I'm going to say no. No. Does Superman not need to breathe? No. Okay. Yes. No, he doesn't. According to like every Superman thing I've ever well, read. I think according to this one, it's different. Because in this one, his flying isn't really flying. It's he's controlling gravity, if you recall. They remind us of this at the end of the film when he floats the dirt. So can he... uh, It doesn't matter. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I know. In the end, you're um, completely correct, Kevin. Okay, so let's let's talk about um, how how they com- got the completely wrong message from Man of Steel. In Man of Steel, we we as viewers had many problems, uh-huh. and one of them was that um, Superman destroyed the entire city. Oh God, that was so stupid Superman, in this Superman movie. Superman destroyed the entire city. So uh, and and that was a that was a what's the word I'm looking? That was a symptom uh-huh. of of the tone of the movie being dark and shitty and unsatisfying. Yeah. And in this, they were like, well, the only problem was that we killed a bunch of people. So like, all right, object one, then our records. It's 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 not bad. No one lives there. Nobody died. It's fine. Yeah. And, and make, then, they, uh, they always like, make a point of then, oh. Everyone's home and, from work because Batman's it's downtown like, and Batman, it's after the work day. Batman's so like, no one's there. Not only is Kryptonite there, I got a Lord Dooms. I got, sorry, I got a Lord Dooms there, there because no, no one's home. No one's in the harbor. It's fine. He like looks at the camera. He's like, I promise you, no one yeah, alive is there right no now. No joke. Why don't you? 
Look, what's funny is that I read online about these things and I didn't even hear them in the film and 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 then reading about it later made it more dumb for me. Yeah. Like it's okay. They, they make a about... point every time to say no one is there. Because mean... the one time that I thought it was interesting was uh, when Doomsday lands on some secluded island where I was like Yeah, Rikers like, Island. Oh, it's un- it's uninhabited. It's uh, nobody's there. Nobody's been there for a long time. <laughs> That would have been great. Have the rest of the fight yeah, there. Yeah, have the rest of the fight there. Like Batman says, let's take Batman's him back to the like, city. Why don't you just go to the city, get the and spear, get the and come or back? Tell, or tell one of the two other people that are, I mean, they think Superman's dead. But it, yeah. Yeah, Wonder Woman could have easily gotten that spear. Yes. That would have been fine. I had Wonder Woman move also, around. She doesn't wh- fly, does she? Let's talk. She has an invisible she have, plane. Because yeah, she was on a regular plane. She runs. She doesn't get winded. Yeah. Let's talk she about. She has a lasso. Uh, she could lasso I, on the cool Superman she, and fly it around. It was cool when she lassoed. Yes, that was cool because it came out of nowhere. Do we have to, I mean, we have to talk about the Martha moment. What? Why did you say that name, do we, Andrew? Do we really why, need to? Why, hold on. Why did you say that name? Martha. Okay, look, 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 you see the moment you're having right now? Uh-huh. Chris and Benson did the same exact thing outside the theater. Yeah. And uh, and uh, someone sharing the Step Brothers movie meme. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. Like, the crazy thing, like, Justin shared uh, uh, one of those. It that's wasn't the Step Brothers what, That's one. what Benson said, too. Yeah, so, J- Justin shared it, and he was like, he was like, oh, this is spoilers, sorry. And but I, it's And my funny. comment was, my comment was, if you hadn't said spoilers... Like, this would have just been a really funny joke. Like, a joke. A joke. This would have been a joke. Like, who knew that all this time Ma was sh- Ma Kent was short for Mar- Martha Kent? Like, I, ne- I never guessed. And, I mean, you're joking, but, like, Mar- it, her name always has been Martha Kent. And, in fact, there is a one dumb comic where they make it where both Marthas are the same person. Yeah, there's a comic. You know, there's an Elseworlds or or, or Earth seventy two or on, some on bullshit. On that note, it was where re- both Marthas are the same. On that note, oh, it was God. really shitty that Gotham City was like thirty feet away from Metropolis. Oh yeah, they were just across. <laughs> that, why? They, they were not across how the bay. Work. I've never liked that. As soon as They're I heard that was the how. Bay. As soon as I heard that that was how this was going to be handled, I hated that instantly. That because I've always thought Metropolis was New York, and uh, Gotham was Chicago, right? K- kinda. Pretty much. Which is. Far fucking apart from each other. Yeah, they they're could, not right they next could, door. They could even be not that far apart. But this was across a hundred feet of water. Yeah. Then you're in Gotham. Well, there's also a scene that I I want to call the the Great Gatsby moment where Lex is like standing on the standing building, on looking the helicopter. across. He's looking across <laughs> Gotham at the bat signal, and I'm like, oh, that's his Gatsby moment. Yeah. He's, he's looking, looking at, at that, that flashing light. light. Yeah. Oh, like long, fucking Lex. How long is this? Because there's so much I want to say about why this is bad. I have so many scenes to break down still. Well, I I thought we were coming to a close, and then I remember the Martha moment, and uh, because that was dumb, right? I have Everyone? like ADD Everyone? right now. Super dumb. Like every time we talk about the dumbest thing in a scene, it's like I feel okay. I want to talk about the dumbest thing in the next scene. And then, many and then Amy Adams goes, "It's the name of his mom." And how did she hear that? She wasn't in the room. She wasn't even in there. No, Amy Adams in that last scene doesn't, or in that last half hour of the film doesn't make any sense because she could have heard that she takes the spear that might be useful and or dangerous one of the two things they mention a few times how radioactive kryptonite is and then for no reason for no reason no one said anything to her at any point she goes I should go get that spear back yeah yeah. no one no one no one told her anything I bet that's a kryptonian monster that I assume they're fighting yeah because I don't see it yeah. Why does she go back so to the So then she goes back and then she gets trapped and then of course Superman hears it whatever the fuck. Because he can hear and see everything. Well he's like him and Lois are like connected or some bullshit. Well Lois is the key. Yeah well he's not connected to his mother at all. Nope. Well she mm. is a witch. Mm. So. Yeah she, she has And also part. that's I mean they were ripping off a killing joke with that bullshit right? Yeah. Yeah okay. Yeah that's bad. 
Well, I mean, he, you know, Lex is the Joker, so that makes uh, sense. Apparently. And then, radio, radioactive kryptonite. There are. This is going to be cancer league. Yeah. No. The 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 other crazy thing is. So uh, I I just hate it when it, it was almost like a prequelitis symptom of having them have to make Lex bald at the end. Yeah. That's that's Why one of those. Why did they make him bald things. in the beginning? Like he could have been bald. I would have accepted that. Or he could have lost he his hair from all of his yeah, work. He could have. He could have had. Radi- he could have kryptonite cancer. And- yeah. There's so many things. Every decision that was made at every stage of the production and release of this movie is utterly baffling. There's a prediction. I meant decision. It just doesn't. It just doesn't feel. It just feels like the people who, who were making the choices, like didn't have respect for it, and or didn't understand what was good about it in the first place. Yeah, they just Mm -hmm. know that this shit makes money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And doesn't matter if you bring David Goyer in. Or you bring in Christopher Nolan, an executive producer. Eventually, you're just fanning the flames of a shitstorm. Well, Zack Snyder, he's like a Michael Bay, but like he thinks highly of himself. Yeah. Bay is like, ah, this is good action. Snyder's like, this is deep and meaningful action. Yeah. At least Bay is aware of who he is. Um, also, can I just complain? Uh, yes. From yes. From a journalistic perspective sure. about all of uh, Lawrence Fishburne's. Yeah. Uh, the Daily Planet is supposed to be a good newspaper. Yeah, it's not supposed to be like a schlocky bullshit paper, right? Right. And but and yet <laughs> every time you write about that local football team. Yeah, the every time that Perry White shows up, instead of pitching the story to someone, he literally says the headline he wants them to run, which is not how which, it works. That's not how it works. And his headlines were bad. Always they were bad. not good headlines. Yeah. They were not interesting, and they're not nothing. He didn't make any sense. His character could have been cut out, and I wouldn't have noticed. First of all, because I forgot he was in the first movie. So when he show, when his name was in the credits of, of this, I was like, oh, I remember now. And secondly, he every scene that he has doesn't make any sense. Where Lois is like, "Fly me out, give me coach, no, or You're going whatever. to the top of the building." And then and then uh, and then she's like, "Get me a chopper." He's like, "Okay, <laughs> I can do it's that." Just, and and Ima- imagine you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> And you want to actually role play. You want to you want to like play a character that's not like you, right? Mm-hmm. You want to play like a, a smooth talking character who's charismatic, who can right. make threats. And you run into a character, and you're like, "Oh, I don't want to kill this character. I need something from him." Hey, hey, DM, I'm gonna threaten him. And the DM says, "Okay, what do you say?" And you go, "Shit." That's what that's what happened with Zack Snyder. I was like, "I'm gonna write a fast talking newspaper character who's gonna he's gonna say good headlines and uh-huh. come up with good plans." And they're like, "Okay, Zach, what's he gonna say?" You can have a chopper, but you're gonna go to, to no helipad. No helipad. Um, <laughs> and it's just weird to me because I've I I watch Supergirl, I watch The Flash mm. with both both have like she works at a online publication yeah, in Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. In the the Flash, uh, his his uh, love interest Does works at a newspaper. Run in the what is their last name? The the L family that they are all journalistically inclined. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, continue. But, but in each of them, this is how journalists work, where the person, the head honcho, dictates what stories get written, what their viewpoint is, and like almost dictate the headlines. Like I just think there's a huge problem, not just in the DC universe, but maybe in, in, 
in the filmmaking and TV making in general mm-hmm. of a misunderstanding of the way journalism works. I would write every article myself if I had more hands, but I yeah. need you people. It's just what it feels like because that's yeah. how it works in Supergirl. That's how it works in Flash. Like there's a whole scene, there are multiple scenes in the most recent episode of The Flash where her editor is just telling her, no, you need to write a story about The Flash has finally gone rogue. And she's like, but that's not really what happened. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, that's bad. Like, that's bad journalism. Right. And that's not, I don't know. Everything wrong with America today. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I, I think there's just a big understand. misunderstanding yeah. here. Yeah. It's just not good. And, and, and I think our issues, while we do have a problem with the characterization of each of these people, you know, Superman not being like Superman, mm-hmm. Batman not being like Batman, that does come from a level where we do care about these characters and, and these stories and, and having grown up with comic books and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, this is just not a well-made movie. It's convoluted. It's put together in a strange way. You brought up the fact that, you know, scenes beginning five be scenes, order, yeah. they could be in any order. There's even a point now watching it a second time where uh, Martha gets kidnapped and then it shows Amy Adams getting kidnapped and it makes more sense for it to happen the other way because Amy Adams gets shown as being kid- and kidnapped the first backup, yeah. and then Martha comes after. So why do you show Martha first? It'd be good if Amy got kidnapped, right? And then they have that whole thing, and then we show Martha getting kidnapped. And That's in chronological order. That makes more sense. And think of the last few scenes where, like, they have the funerals, and then the Batman and the Wonder Woman are talking, and then Lex is getting threatened by fake Batman. This is the same shit that happened in the terrible adaptation of Watchmen. Where, yeah. Like the last like few scenes. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna say this: the worst thing about Watchmen was like. <laughs> At the end, when when uh, I think if I think if Blue Guy was here, then he would say this, and that's because it's exactly what he said in the book. Yeah, because they didn't make him walk away oh, right. the space yeah. through the wall. Uh, but yeah, they could those last scenes that like, could happen in any order. None of them mattered, and it all reeked like there's maybe more, maybe should be less. Yeah, all of it's bad. So they they took a bunch of characters, they changed them all fundamentally, uh, they gave them no story. Mm-hmm. Uh, every change they made was bad. Yeah, and. And the whole purpose—the whole purpose of it all—was not to tell a story, but to make room for more movies that didn't make more money. To the point where they even that put tra- they this even, was just they, a they, setup. Even, they even put trailers for those movies in this movie. But do you yeah. do you think those? That's the thing, though. This is what my my belief system now revolves around the fact that I do not believe that those films will have plots either. These movies are made to sell more movies. It's not. There's never going to be a plot. Yeah. There's never going to be a plot, guys. And, that, and that's the inherent difference. <laughs> let's, in let's not fool ourselves. In in for the Marvel things for the marvel series it's about telling good stories and bringing characters together who have great stories Can we even just not even say for marvel just for movies yeah, yeah. it's for about story tell- story. for storytelling but, but, is about storytelling but i think that that this is why Zack snyder and dc as a whole is having such a problem mm. is because they're trying to ape that they're trying to mimic it and they're doing it for the wrong reasons and in the wrong ways like shystery way of doing yeah. it it's it's it insults every possible fan of this film. People who love comics, yeah. people who like movies, yep. and people who just want to see action. There's no action in the movie. Yeah, and there's no action in the movie. There's like a half hour of it at the end, and it's interspersed with bullshit that I don't care about. Yeah, and and the scenes at the end with with like Wonder I, Woman, and everything they were cool, yeah. but at the end of the day, it was just a person getting thrown through a bunch of fake stuff. It was all green screen. It like was I, all just... Like, I've given up. Just let me see some super dudes punching each other. Yeah. And, okay, here's two minutes of that, and now we're going to do some more talking. Yeah? How, about, yeah. how, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Because this is what we want. Because Zack Snyder genuinely believes he's making a good film with morals <sighs> and, and meaning. 
But can, he's an idiot, and, he, and uh, the world would be a better place if he went away. Can we uh, it, think about maybe as an end, end point? If we have more to say, that's fine. But uh, uh, we, we have to talk about S- Superman dies. Yeah. No, he doesn't. I, mean, I know. It's no. not, it doesn't matter. That's that's another that's when another he died, he fucking was, thing. He was surrounded by crosses. Like that's another fucking thing that I hate. He was is, actually there were crosses all throughout the background. Yeah, I noticed that too. That's so fucking was. stupid. Um, when it comes down to it, like they talk about innocence, they talk about you know messianic figures. They talk mm-hmm. about Superman gods. never had innocence. He was yeah. just a jerk the whole time, and I didn't care. Yeah, and the whole reason everyone cared about him in the comic books when he dies. And when he comes back to life in the comic books, it's because he is the best version of us while not being one of us. Yeah. yeah. And that's why he, he that's, stands that, for the ideal. And it made sense that Lex hated him in the comics because, you know, humans can never be as good as him. He needs to bring that down for like yeah. human experiment. Like, and that's what that's he's trying to do in this movie. Lex. But it's but dumb. But in this, Lex was an asshole who wanted to be the one who's in charge. He never yeah. wanted to stop tyrants. He just wanted to be the tyrant. It had to be his yeah. blood that made Doomsday. Right. You know, I mean, it's he like, just it, wanted to be a god. He it could have been be compelling god. if it weren't so shitty. Another thing, like yeah. everything where they did something right, they did it in the most wrong way. And 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 just the fact that right before it 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 goes to black, not even faded black, just cuts oh, yeah. to black. Yeah. You see the 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 dirt come up. Yeah, that upset me. There's no mystery. There's no surprise. We didn't need that. Nope. Like have him be dead in this. Yeah. So that way, when Justice League comes yeah. along. And he comes back to life. We're all out of our minds because Jordan, we've watched all this. I just. What do you think? What What do you think stops them from interspersing each of the like seven films before the Justice League movie with a, just one scene of something with Superman? What? Nothing is stopping them at this point. I know this film was such a goddamn mess mm-hmm. that they could just insert insert scenes from other films into all the rest of their films because none of it matters. Yeah. We want to talk I, about something else that's going to happen. We'll just make it a dream sequence. Exactly. Or we'll just like Fuck. have someone watch a video on a screen. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, I'll give them this. As far as I'm concerned, they did kill Superman mm-hmm. because they did much better than when they remade Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, and mm-hmm. called it Star Trek Into Darkness. Oops. It's not Khan. Maybe it is. Yeah. Where they actually killed and brought back the character in the same movie. Yeah. They had no, they had no guts. Mm-hmm. This film at least didn't. D- at least he's dead as far as we know. Can no, he's we, not, though. Can't we just give He's one, not, because there's gravity. His gravity magic. I can, know. No, if it showed... I'm sorry, Kevin. If it just showed his fucking coffin, if it just showed her uh, dropping uh, the dirt... Above. Yeah. Like, uh, the dirt coming down and hitting, and then the camera goes up into the sky... Like like he can't anymore because he's dead. Imagine a shot from And then it just cuts. A shot from above of everyone walking away from the grave. Leaving Superman behind. And that would be it. Like, I have know. some balls. That this know. just tells me or Zack Snyder doesn't... Or just give Wonder Woman a fucking spear and have her stab the, je- the troll. Exactly, okay, because, because she won't okay. be hurt by it. Here's the thing, though. that We have to believe that he doesn't instantly break out of the coffin because they they are going to make the Justice League. It doesn't matter. He's still That's alive. what Batman might as well just said Justice League to but, Wonder Woman, and she might yeah. as well just but said, this, I'm down. But, th- but Zack Snyder and the movie just fucking says, we're not going to stick to our guns. We have no backbone. Yeah. He is alive. Do you 100% know that because he's the only one with gravity magic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, it's like, so they don't I, give Wonder Woman the spear. Wanted, Bat, uh, Superman has to do it. They when Batman's like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the dudes together. We're gonna make a Justice League. Wonder Woman's like, why? And he's like, oh, feeling may, maybe I don't know. And or, or I had a vision like, of the future. Said, like, she's like, yeah. why are they gonna have to fight? He could be like, he could have said something cool, like, because they're not all gonna be on our side. Like maybe there's gonna be bad guys, but no, he's like. You know, might be cool. Wouldn't it be cool if we fought? Like, that'd be rad. What if I played a guitar? 
And Zack Snyder's just fucking standing on the table. He's like, he doesn't know why, but he knows they're going to fight to the death. And the writer's like, that's good, Zack. She's, she's over 100 years old for sure. She's not going to think it's weird if he says, I had a vision from the future. One of the people that we're going to get on our team, she's, I saw him. She's from a magic island. Yes. Like, There's magic. There's magic where she she's, comes from. Yeah. And it, I, I, the yeah. film is no background. You're you're looking for something no, I'm good there because, at the end because I the word you're looking for is all right. <laughs> what what I was looking for was that at least they did one thing that, but they didn't was the comic thing. But they didn't. Where Doomsday kills Superman. But in the end, yeah, they, you know where that did, comic ends with Lois just cradling a dead Superman and no hint that he's gonna be okay. I know that was rad. Like they they had a scene where we've got Batman on the left, Wonder Woman on the right, and she is cradling Superman in her arms, like with crosses everywhere because. Because Everyone Zack Snyder him. can't do... That's such a weird thing that I no have with this movie is in the dreams and some of his backstory, it's so obtuse and it's hard to understand and you're like, what the hell's going on with the dream? What does that stuff mean? And then other times, he just hits you over the head with that shit. Like the Martha moment that we brought up earlier. And then they show they her dying, show her dying again. again. They flash back to in the flashback. In case you forgot. In case you're an idiot and you and, have and also, no short-term memory. the audience. And also, a, to uh, make sense of why he, the dead dying Thomas goes, Martha. Oh, God. <laughs> to make sense of that. That's why? Okay, I guess. Go away. I don't want to do this anymore. It's just... No. It, they, it's not good. It's painful. Yeah. Painful is the word you're looking for. They didn't do a good job with the ending there. <laughs> There's just no... I've given up. Wonder Woman's my last hope, and then that's it. You've not yeah. given up yet. That's the sad thing. I know, because the Wonder Woman stuff I thought was... like There are a couple of times in this movie where they hint at Wonder Woman stuff where... There's a part where Lex is doing his dumb speech and he mentions uh, Zeus and the lightning and then we the camera stays on Wonder Woman and I was like, yes, nothing. Yeah. And then there's the part where she's looking at this, the cool sword and, and Bruce walks up and he goes, oh, you know, that's a fake. The real one is at the... And she finishes the sentence and I wanted her to say, I know because I've held it or something yeah. shit like that. I wanted her to say that shit. I've used that. I fought with him. I wanted her to say, I know yeah. that's not the real one because I broke the real one or some yeah. shit. Like I wanted that and that was... We're still... We can still have that. Yeah. Wonder Woman was not ruined by this movie, so I'm holding on That's to that true. hope. That's true. That's my hope that I'm holding yeah. on to. S- Superman was ruined already, and she was Batman sufficiently cool in the movie. fights. I yeah. mean, but was she not ruined? No, was she not? No, no. she walks. Was she not ruined? She walks out of this movie just needing to bathe she's, and get the shit from this movie. She's off just of been her. hanging out for like a hundred years. Like it was like said that like the last time she did shit was like in 1918. Yeah. So what? Like, there's been a lot of. Stuff happening, like in the area she's been hanging out, and she's just been like chilling. <laughs> also, but this time she was like, "I guess I won't chill." She gets well, caught on an on an ATM camera. I thought that was yeah. really funny. She just looks at it, and goes, "Huh." Well, I mean, she is Diana <laughs> Prince. You know what I mean? Like at the end I of the know. day, that well, that is her alter look, ego. Please, it it honestly depends on whether or not they what direction they go with the Diana Prince route. Well, her last name is Prince because they say it to her when she gets off the plane. I know, but it's Prince. Sometimes she's royalty. Sometimes she works at a fashion store. Like, oh no, <laughs> she is royalty because they released that production still of the other Amazon of her mom and two other Amazon. Women. Yes, but that's back in, you know, the well, her origin times. story. Yeah. yeah, if she's still royalty today. Is, is my question. She looks like she could own I mean, a she, company. She, she made it into those parties real easy, so... Oh, yes, she did. And Lex Wearing knows who some she is, nice so stuff. I don't know what the fuck... You're right. Maybe she's ruined. Fuck. God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> Maybe she is You ruined. don't have to see the movie, Andrew. I'm trying to help you. I'll see it for you. I'm not going to see Suicide Squad. I'm fucking... I'm not going to watch... I will. Whatever's that... I'm not going to watch Aquaman. It's bumming me out, man, I'm not but I will. Watch 
Yeah, he has blonde hair. He didn't have blonde hair in this, but they, they, he's going to have blonde hair in his movie. Okay. For what purpose? Sure. Because why? because your hair gets sun bleached when why, you're why are you at the bottom of the me? ocean. Why are you telling me things? I, I think. I, have we discussed enough? Yeah. Shall I, we leave, leave I, the listeners on? I have thought of more to say, but I'm out of steam. <laughs> There's so much more to talk about. Yeah. There's this so is much a movie. More. We had talked about less than half of what should be discussed. I just and and when I talk to people of, about like how horrible director he is, every single person I've ever said that to brings up Sucker Punch, which which I I always tell them no that was that could have been a great short film of all those dream sequences Sorry. and the rest of it was bad. I like Sucker. Of course Punch. you do. Sorry, it's your fault this movie happened, Andrew. Yeah, fault. I could have saved more people. Like, I think 300 was good. Watchmen was, like, a good attempt. Shut up. Attempt. Shut up. Attempt. Shut up. It wasn't. And then Sucker Punch was just, like, you just, I, I saw that movie on TV, and I just fast-forwarded to those dream sequences and didn't watch the rest. Watch Because that's a poorly put-together movie, convoluted, and doesn't make any sense. Because the stuff she does in those dreams all of a sudden affects the real world? No. Yeah. No. Nope. Watchmen was awful. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't have a... a a connection to the Watchmen. Watchmen was awful. The music direction was abysmal. It, yeah, it was in the same like way. The like he puts crosses till he's Jesus. Like he does that with with the music. Right. Every time, like there's right. playing Ride of the Valkyries when Doctor Manhattan. He has. Vietnam, he has no subtlety. Playing, like, yeah. Snyder has no subtlety. He uses a a hammer that he calls movies, and he just hits shit with it. Watchmen was, in my opinion, it's one of the worst superhero movies ever. Okay. I can see that because uh, because what the graphic novel did was very bold and innovative. Yeah. Oh, I completely and it, agree. And not only was it uh, a good idea, but it was uh-huh. done exceptionally well. It was just yeah. well written. Yeah, it was pivotal. And then this did Changed. everything wrong. Making yeah. a superhero movie is not bold or innovative, uh, mm. and it was done incredibly poorly. Yep. It failed everywhere. It. Uh, the only ca- casting was good. Yeah, the <laughs> casting was good, and I thought the 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 intro, like the credit sequence at the beginning, mm. the way it kind of summed everything up like did a quick run through of stuff that happened before the movie. Yeah. That was cool because of how it was done. I'd never seen anything like that before, but, but you're he, right. The rest of fuck, Dr. Manhattan blows up Rorschach into a yeah. Rorschach splatter. It was God damn it. Yeah. I'm mad, fuck comic. you. I'm mad. Again. No, it's, it's not. Comic. Yes, it no, is. it's not. Is it? Pull it off the remember. shelf. Yes, it is. Kevin. I don't think that's how it happened. <laughs> I don't think that's how I'm a hundred percent certain. That's not how it happened. Oh, yeah, well, I am 5,000. Fuck you. <laughs> I have the comic in my room. Go. Right I'm going to, I'll be right back. <laughs> Come on. Let's finish up here. Well, Kevin's gone. We're going to finish up. <laughs> okay, let's finish up. Uh, that's the end of the discussion. Yeah, don't, don't. I did it twice so you don't have to. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. <laughs>